okay, or that'll just bring us right into the show. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was here's the thing. I was debating on doing it or not. I was like, I was like, if I just step on Connor's bit, he's gonna be mad at me. No, that was that was perfect. That was probably better than what I was gonna do. Damn, I was just I was... gonna. Uh, I was. I've had something stuck in my head from uh, anyone here. Watch Doodle Dudes. Uh, Oh, by the, by the game, game yeah, it's, yeah. They, they do speed doodles of various pop culture characters, and the results are hmm. hysterical. Uh, they did a Dragon Ball episode, and fucking Chris O'Neill from Oni draws this bizarre-looking Frieza, and then just goes, "Oh, I can't. <laughs> I don't. I don't regret it. <laughs> fucking bizarre thing I've ever seen." There's yeah, I, the little bit I've watched of Oni plays. There's there's some weirdness his, going on. His there. sense of his sense of humor is I don't. It's impossible to describe because he's an insane man. It falls somewhere yeah. between like full on like high functional insanity and a five year old child. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's very. He's all over the place. Like I watched him. Uh, they they did a what was it Star Trek uh, Bridge Command? What the fuck that yeah. VR game is? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he he boots up and like it, his character avatar is a girl, and he just opens up and goes, "Hello, everyone! I am a girl." <laughs> and he just starts like waving his fucking arms in the air. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, and then did you watch the whole episode? Just like putting his hands in his hips, going like, "What's a girl gotta do to get around here some tension?" Okay. <laughs> did you uh, happen to see the Grand Theft Auto Five one? Uh, no, but I watched him play Friday Thirteenth, and oh yeah, it, it just devolves into him. Uh, following some other player up close for about five minutes, going like for, for four straight minutes, before this person loses their mind. That's wonderful. And I'm, I'm just, thinking, I'm like, I'm like, does he ever go outside? Is he allowed outside? I, yeah. Right. I'm I don't. I think the, that. I think the real world would reject him. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe all the other people that are on the show with him are actually his uh, his, his not interns, but his, his fucking handlers. Yes, handlers. I was uh, orderlies. That's the word I was Here, looking for. Here's orderlies. my orderlies, Julian and Ding Dong. <laughs> well, it's like season two of uh, of of Mr. Robot. Uh, anyway, I'm Connor McGraw, and this is an After Dark episode of the Phantom Zone. There's some news, I guess. Yeah, some. You could call it news. There's some shit. Things happen. I think a few of us have hot takes, but yeah. Uh, hey, everybody! Uh, Doomsday Clock is bad. It's, it's really bad. I mean, more people should agree with you, but <laughs> I don't think anybody cares anymore. It's been fucking eight years since it started. I honestly, here's the thing: my uh, dad died. I I, forget, <laughs> I, I, I fucking <laughs> always goddamn forget. That exists until someone brings it up. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a thing that's happening. I'm just waiting for it to finish so I can read the Wikipedia stub about it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, so Secret you, Empire so you just, or whatever. You, scroll, you just scroll in and go, okay, so why was Dr. Manhattan? There we go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why are there two Captain Americas? What? Oh. Yep. Pretty <laughs> much. One of, them, one of them's a Hydra guy, I guess. I don't know. And one of them was brought back through belief? Dude, I, I hear, here's before you all introduce yourselves. Here's the thing about that whole story. It's like, first Marvel was like, no, everybody, it's the real Steve Rogers. Deal with it, fucking snowflake pussy bitches. And then like halfway through, they're like, all right, maybe it's not the real Steve Rogers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and see, that was the thing. Like all of the the uproar about it. Like 
I was into the idea of it initially, and then Marvel went. He's and done went, it. They've done it before. Marvel. Also, like everyone, like, here's the thing: Cap wasn't a Nazi. He was Hydra, and Hydra yeah. Hydra looks at Nazis and go, "Amateurs." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, and I guarantee you, all the people that were screaming about him being a Nazi have never read a Captain America. Hydra's like, oh, life. oh, you hate people of color? We don't like anybody. <laughs> yeah, pretty Aww. much. That's cute. <laughs> anybody that doesn't agree with them. anybody, literally, I don't care what color you are, or where you're from, we will try to dominate you. Yep. Yeah. But we won't tell you we're doing it. Anyway, who else yeah. is here? Uh, I'm here, I guess. I made a, I made a sound during the opening fit. Hi. Yeah, Hunter brought us in with his fucking his his. I don't even know what that was. Fucking, <laughs> that was uh, his bed, uh, bedroom uh, yeah. voice. I don't fucking know what that was. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no. I was gonna say What's post up? a certain <laughs> thing, post a certain bodily function. I, I told him. Uh, I told him to watch Guyver too, and he was like, eh. <laughs> "Stop teasing me." <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's next Eric and Lou you can both go ahead cause I, oh I yeah I forgot about say. that yeah. oh, I hey, forgot. Hey. Arlen has, a, Arlen has a, an artillery ready Arlen's going to be in rare form uh, I'm Eric Adorchek hi yeah. <laughs> oh my god what are you fucking <laughs> this is a good uh, show already <laughs> I am <laughs> remember when we laughed at an episode following up on when we talked about Gundam that's how we're coming into this one <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm Lou Gonzalez and what's really funny about the whole Hydra thing is I've been playing Lego Marvel 2 and there's an entire section where you get to run around in the Hydra world oh, and it's actually kind of cool they're, good for, they're yeah. good for children Yep. man they're I love Lego Marvel 2 they're good for children Lego, <laughs> oh, hold up hold up hold up real Hydra, quick I just want to say I just want to say Lego Mar Marvel 2 is awesome I love that game it is Lego Marvel, Lego Marvel One was fantastic. So yeah. there's so many. I have almost. Uh, I'm trying to complete it. I have almost every character locked right now. Oh, wow. so good. And it goes so deep. There's Hellcow. Yep. 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 I was Whoa. real happy to see Hellcow in that list. Yeah. It was like green. Was it like green uh, ogre or something? Yeah. Uh, green skin troll smash. I think his name is. Uh, bless you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Arlen Haro, and I'm here to tell you. Fuck movie pass. <laughs> Fuck movie pass <laughs> completely. Man, I should have known. Uh, Fuck I didn't know them. Yeah. Well, I, I think you're a little late. On that. Oh man, Arlen. Here's the thing about that, and I, I hope I hope he hears me through the wall. Um, like the day that was all happening to you, I'm going to the bathroom, and uh, Dean, roommate, sends me a message with just link. It says movie pass, and he goes thoughts. And I come out, and I was like, <laughs> let me tell you something about movie pass. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pissed off right now. And like, I just I wonder... between your experience and his experience, the fact that I told him I was like, yeah, they borrowed five million dollars because they were bankrupt and just didn't tell anybody. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing: I wanted to go see Mission Impossible Fallout today. Uh, that's not available nope. on, uh, for anything. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see a regular showing of the, Mission Impossible, the company who is bankrupt. Can't. The company was bankrupt. Decided we're not going to let people see the biggest movie of the summer, pretty much. So okay, yeah. no, you're missing the point. The company who went bankrupt was like, "Look, we're bankrupt, but let's pretend we're not bankrupt." Yep. Yeah. And then yeah. let's go get some money, and then we'll just pretend this all never happened. Well, and their mm -hmm. their explanation, like email letter that I'd seen floating around, just like, "Yeah, servers were down, but uh, everything's okay again." Like, also, here's the thing: like when you sudden, when you suddenly, in spur of the moment. 
need five million dollars yeah. you should probably take a look at your past few steps and maybe analyze those a little bit mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe rise your subscription by five dollars maybe or something maybe start getting those refund checks ready for people is what you should start doing because there's oh, not a whole lot of time left it's well, not like it's not, not like gonna it, happen anyway. it's not like oh yeah they they acted like it was someone who like day before payday like oh i overdrew my card but like you know eight cents it's like no. oh yeah i'm suddenly in the red five mil it's fine <sighs> everything's everything fine. is okay everything's okay everything's gonna be fine yeah. it's just five mil we'll get yeah. it tomorrow <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the next day when they need seven mil <laughs> right <laughs> those yeah. fucking those i guarantee you those uh those those uh, predatory like loan sharks, the fuck those investors that got a hold of Toys R Us are just like looking up at movie pass maps at their windows, going soon. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get you too. The, yeah, the, different, the difference is you're practically inviting us. Yep. Basically, they're putting out the sign. They are cutting their wrist and they are jumping into the South Africa. It's just like it's just like it's just. <laughs> It's just like uh, it's a sign that spans like ten windows. It says like we don't know what we're doing. Uh, yeah. I'm just waiting for the Netflix doc. Two years. <laughs> God, wow, Lou. No, it'll, it'll be a new episode of that show, Dirty Money. That's oh, okay. what it will be. They don't get the a full doc. They just get an episode. Well, I mean, I think there's an episode in there about Volkswagen. It's like two hours long. So like. It'll work out. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like, if someone tells me, hey, there's a new Netflix documentary, I'm like, holy shit, what's it about? But if I see a movie and I'm like, oh, and then I see the lo- the Netflix logo next to it, I go, oh, no, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix has actually won an Oscar for a documentary. Yeah, their documentaries, are, their documentaries are compelling, and their yeah. movies are trash. Yeah. 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 They're, they're becoming the, what was Roger Corman's studio? I can never remember the name. Oh, but they're becoming that. Fuck. I don't remember. Like, yeah. Like, I, I remember saying earlier, like, they are becoming Roger Corman like incarnate they are weird thing is like their their in-house produced tv all oh i was gonna good. say all, I just, all great i just all finished great. orange is the new black this afternoon with my wife yeah. all pretty great stuff fucking heavy mm-hmm. really it was good this season because yes. i know i know last season my wife and i were kind of like this is okay and then it yeah, got they, better mm-hmm. but they did what they had to do which is basically they called the herd oh good um good. Not in like exactly way you're thinking. But no, not, I'm, not, not in a red yeah. wedding kind of way. No, 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 I I'm not I'm not imagining like there's a whole just a bunch of deaths, like Flocka's no. head explodes Man, or anything um, like that. Um, but... I, I have to ask, did anybody else get to experience somebody else's first experience at the red wedding? No, like, but my brother was yeah. sitting in the room with me as I was watching it. Uh and he had seen it already. Uh, so I got the reverse angle on that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I got to I got to watch it happen three separate times. Oh, oh god! And oh, it, that's like, wonderful. It was fucking amazing because it's just like the the level of horror on their faces just gets worse and worse as they slowly realize like what's actually happening. And they're like, I couldn't <laughs> speak. <laughs> well, what's, what's funny is the one part I rewatched it like not too long ago, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot when they sewed a wolf's head onto Rob Stark's body. Yeah, <laughs> that was the yeah. like the least crazy shit in that episode. Jesus. Spoiler. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I think that I think that entire sequence is, is is made all the more heart wrenching when what's when fucking dirtbag Walder Frey is like, I have more daughters. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and then like <laughs> when people pick that scene apart and they're and they're like, the music is the Lannister theme. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. And that, that, I like I thought about that once. I'm like, man, if you're like a Stark soldier or any like any of those United families, when the reigns of Castamere starts playing, did you go like, motherfucker, what the hell is happening? Why? The Turk Barrett of the Game of Thrones universe got out of there. It's like I imagine like I imagine like Key like Key and Peele are on opposite sides of the room going like, what's going on? What's happening? Right now. I'm going down. up. I'm going back across the wall where it's safe. Yeah, I'm going um, up. Anyone, anyone who survives that must be traumatized whenever they hear that song again. Yeah, I, you yep. know anybody who lives in that world is traumatized on a daily basis. Let's That's not. True. Like... Because here, think before we get in the news, let's just keep this ball rolling. Like life in the Game of Thrones world is like sucks. Well, the Lannisters mm-hmm. are currently in charge right now, and if you live like somewhat close to the north, you're like. Oh, and people are seriously talking about ice zombies coming from way up north. <laughs> Everything's yep. 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 And don't yeah. forget oh, oh, and there's a giant. Dragon. There's a fucking dragon. Oh, 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 over east. There's fucking dragons. Dragons yeah. are back. Cool. Yeah, there's, a, there's an inbred blonde girl that has three dragons coming our way. Yep. <laughs> oh, what's that? You mean a giant fucking ridiculous inhuman-sized army of horse-bound savages are coming here? Oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying uh, to raise some crops, man. Meanwhile, you have, that, Winter, you have the episode Winter where the hound steals set, from that people, from those people or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I, I, never mind. Just go ahead. I'll, I'll find it later. Um. Uh, what's our first news story? Um, let's see. It is a uh, first speed round is a uh, lock and key. Officially received a ten episode order. Yes. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Hey, you heard it here in the Phantom Zone that we said it would get something happen, and it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we did predict yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely different than what the original showing of it was years ago when they were trying to sell it. Like what back in 2009, 2010. Yes. By my count, this is the fourth pilot, the second one from this team. Yeah. So. That yeah. Goes, yeah. That goes well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it, damn, but, yeah i mean i don't know, my, I don't know. my biggest takeaway uh, yeah. from this is that like oh this is after the fox deal like this is again netflix seeing the writing on the wall of mm-hmm. to oh, yeah. pull their stuff back closer to them for hulu yeah. or their streaming service oh yeah they're stocking up they're, yeah. they're preparing for war that's what they're doing well yeah it's, <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because it's funny it's also funny we just talked about game of thrones because netflix picked up the witcher as mm-hmm. their answer to Game of Thrones, they're like, we can fucking do this too with an established property, and we're gonna do it. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, yeah. I am frothing at the mouth for that because The Witcher is awesome. Yes, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. not. I'm I'm actually more excited for like a more closer kind of like adaptation of the books because there's some crazy shit that I don't think happens in the game. Well, yeah, because the game the, to make the game more more cohesive, like you stay with Geralt the whole time. You don't really get to kind of see how the rest of the world operates independently from him and as a tv show you can spend time away from him and watch other characters do shit and that sounds awesome because that that game has some that game tackles uh race issues way better than some more recent game issues uh games i've seen do it like 
infinite made me really uncomfortable uh and the witcher presents it as is it's no this is how the way things are um like people fucking hate elves yeah really really hate elves the, they despise them yeah yeah but also and... um elves don't exactly give anybody a reason to like them in the witcher <laughs> no the witcher, right. the witcher is based off of like polish mythology or something right yeah i think I, so i also, just thought the author was polish i didn't think it was no, i think a lot of the stuff he uses has to do with like their kind of slavic ancient mythology yeah uh they the the creatures in the witcher are amazing one of them is yeah. it's like a it's a it's a fucking demon ghost baby that only happens if a mother miscarries and the baby is not like doesn't doesn't have a proper funeral. Yeah, Damn. Ooh, that's some. And it, it comes back as this like horrific Lovecraftian hell beast. It's it looks like a crawling abortion. Like yeah. with like it looks actually it looks more like an abortion that has uh what is it Harlequin's disease. Yeah, like yeah, the eyes are all bugged horrible. out. Yeah, it's, it's horrifying. Bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, but um. With lock and key, I don't know much about lock and key, so there's not too much I can. Yeah, lock and key is But Netflix movies are terrible. <laughs> however, but the more Netflix uh, kind of bolsters up their TV ranks, I'm all for. Well, mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. uh, doesn't Netflix also have an adaptation of Deadly Class coming? They do. Okay. Yeah. I think Wait, we're going to get a lot more announcements like this. Oh, it's sci-fi. No, no, their umbrella, their umbrella academy. Academy, yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's umbrella academy. The, yeah. What's his name's book, right? Gerard Way. Yeah, which is a mm-hmm. phenomenal book. No, it's book, just yeah. it it would behoove Netflix to start dipping into some of the longer. No, it's sci-fi. Like, it is. Wow. Yes, it's sci-fi. I was gonna so, say. What was, the, what was Netflix working on then? They have like I think um, it announced for something like it's them and Miller Amazon. World? Yeah. yeah, they have the Miller World Mark, stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it would behoove Netflix to start pulling from some of these other independent companies like Image. Yeah, and well, I think IDW. Does somebody somebody did a deal with Valiant? Is it Netflix? I am seeing oh. Umbrella Academy as a Netflix thing. I thought so, so. I thought Sony was attempting to do something with Valiant. I can't. <laughs> well, well no, Sony is responsible for uh, what what's it called? Her- uh, heroic Beatdown or whatever. Uh, oh, they're responsible for down. them. Yeah, they're responsible for superhero oh, beatdown, getting that. Ban the sun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. But Amazon's well, doing the exact same stuff too, because they have. I, yeah. Um, because don't they have a big fan? Uh, they're doing the Lord of the Rings thing. That's their game mm-hmm. of Thrones. Oh yeah. They're, they're moving towards bigger stuff, like the fact that they picked up the Expanse, which isn't like super huge, but like it has a lot of effect stuff in it. Um, and they're doing the Romanoffs, which. If that's as big as it can be. Hey, hey, insane. hey, my boy. Well, who did it? Was it, was it Netflix or Amazon that did the the one with Queen Elizabeth? Uh, that was Netflix with The Crown. Is yeah, that what you're thinking crown, of? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I, I know who to play Rasputin, oh. and it's my friend Joe because he... I, here's the thing. I, <laughs> yeah, I think they'll go even further back. Like, uh, I, I don't remember how far back the Romanoffs well, stretch I mean, is, but it's... It's like 300 years. Your first season shouldn't be your last season. That's that's yeah. Ra- Ra- yeah, that's, Ra- that's what I'm thinking as well. Time. That's how the Romanovs die. Oh, your, yeah. your cheese. Real quick to uh, real quick to go back to the various comic book companies that are going to either Netflix or Amazon or whoever. We're forgetting that Rob Liefeld's 
comic stuff is coming to Netflix <laughs> that they're no. producing movies oh, based no. on this. Again, wait, this hold is, on, hold this on. Is, Netflix is, go- they're reaching their hands into any pot that Hang they on. can Wait, 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 wait. you're telling me there's a chance I'll see the Netflix original, The Pouch? Yes. Uh, you never know. I mean... Give me, a, give me one, one episode. I don't care if it's 30 minutes long. Just do it. Take the joke at that far and then just pull back from it and never touch it again. He's yeah, blood, he did Blood Strike, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. I, think, I, I think that's the <laughs> yeah, first show that they said they were working on. <gasps> oh, no. You have got to be kidding me. But again, this oh. is like them and Amazon. Dude, I think like I, everybody's I think, grabbing the stuff. I think I put that evil into the world. <laughs> I think that's me. <laughs> the one I'm surprised that it's not due. I think that's really my fault. I'm surprised. Does anybody want... Go ahead. I was going to say, actually. I'm surprised Google hasn't, and with YouTube, hasn't tried to jump into this game more. No, they did. They're going to. They did with the fucking, what's it called, Cobra Kai? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's that's thing. like a, that, that, that's a test case. That's yeah. like, hmm. That was a let's very, see what we can do. Budget. They spent like next to mm-hmm. nothing. I mean, like, I'm surprised they yeah. haven't jumped in on like a big boy yet. Right. YouTube Red. Well, like, yeah. It only really works for me if it's like Game Grumps show was pretty good and like stuff like that I like. But like, I don't want mm-hmm. television shows on YouTube. Like, I don't... I, don't, I don't know. Like, if they announced a Superman show straight to the YouTube, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm into that. I'll watch that all fucking day. It's more, it's also like another place for people to bring their stuff with the homogenization mm-hmm. with the, you know, the Fox Disney thing. Mm-hmm. But it's less likely because, I mean, in. I mean, one of the things that we got out of the Sony hacks, the the the, the presents that just keep on coming, uh, is that all, all the companies, all the studios, at one point they all came together for this thing that they called Project Goliath. What? Goliath being their code name for Google. Um, so yeah, that's how they look upon Google as this enemy that is something that will unite all six studios. Really? That's <laughs> so. It's the giant blue a... squid monster for all the studios. Yes, Warner Brothers and Disney, enemies since the beginning of time. Yeah, <laughs> will unite against Google. Uh, so yeah, yeah like... I don't know. So I that's what. So, yeah, that's basically what during the AT and T's whole merger thing. That's what they were saying. Why they were doing it was their fear. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people were afraid of Google if they ever woke up and decided, hey, we have Wait, a lot of power. Oh God, what is, what is it, Google Cthulhu? <laughs> yes, kind Google of. is kind of Google, a, Here's the thing. The Google's, way I, I look Google at Google is dreaming. like, yes, I, I think Google is like, they're only a third awake is, at any given point. Is Google like, a Galactus? Is that what this is? Yes. Yeah. And if Google was just like, so, we're going to fuck everybody up, we could. <laughs> but they don't. Monopoly's a game, sir. We're trying to take over the fucking world. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the thing. I, if they started anything, they could just drop ads on every single video that they mm-hmm. that you put on their site that you cannot skip. Man, on. this is so much yeah. better than me imagining uh, Rasputin as Thanos when you said he's a tease. God damn it. And just like him, like, just fucking by like season six of the Romanovs, he like just reaches into a pot and grabs like a fucking spell book and he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah. yeah. Spe- speaking of, uh, I brought up, I didn't realize that this is what the show would be about. Uh, the show will follow a group of people from around the world who believe that they are descendants of the Romanovs. Oh, God. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Which Why? here's the thing, you can still do the historical stuff with that. Like you can do flashbacks yeah. and things that like that. Like, oh my that god, sounds, that sounds like that the is... TV show. Hold that here's, Hold a hot, here's a hot take. Coming soon to the Shadow Zone. Eventually, the Romanovs are fucking dead. So here's the thing. 
Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Rasputin can still come back. <laughs> That's right. That's the thing. I mean, according, according to legend, he came back several times that evening. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if Vikings is any indication, he was around in the. He, he is the so. only man to beat Reverse Flash's respawn time. Yeah. See, I was gonna go with. According to legend, he came many times. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Well, I mean, if you drop that jar, <laughs> if you drop. God damn it! Is it a summoning spell? The jar. If you, well, well, no, if you, you drop that jar into a what's is it a Satan pit or a a Lazarus pit? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his penis will regrow into Rasputin. So yeah. <laughs> well. Oh my know. god. Honestly. Oh my god. Wait, hold on. After whoever it's nearest. So he's like a Giver unit. Oh my god, he can call yes. himself. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't. I don't exactly. think it's really grow a body. I think it's just someone needs to touch the oh, penis speak, and it grows speaking of, um, them. Speaking of Giver, so. One, I didn't know that we all predicted that we would. I would select that when we did Death Note because I specifically brought up Guyver and one two as great anime adaptations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now that like Guyver's almost on his way out, and I'm like, we should aggressively, aggressively tweet Mark Hamill and be like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> listen to us talk about you turning into a fucking cockroach. You know, I wouldn't be Make surprised. Guyver if three. You would. I wouldn't be honestly wouldn't be surprised if it didn't take that much work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm going to make Guyver. I'm going to reboot Guyver. Calling it right now. I'm going to be the but, one. But actually, <laughs> cast, but actually, cast Mark Hamill as the, the main yes. character. Yes. No, the way you do it is uh, at the end. It's revealed that Mark Hamill was there, <laughs> and it's a setup for the sequel. He shows up, and just turns around, and looks at the Guyver, and just like the movie ends. Yeah. And then he spends the entire next summer promoting uh, Guyver 2022. Uh, by just yep. staring menacingly into the camera for about 30 seconds in every commercial and doesn't say anything. And he says, don't worry, I don't have dialogue in the next one either. See, I think I think J.J. Abrams should troll all of the uh, Star Wars terrible Nazis and basically talk about how uh, his inspiration for Luke's character in the next Star Wars movie was from MacGyver. <laughs> I, I did say in the episode that like he looks in that movie how I imagine old Luke to look like, just sweaty with sunken eyes, like a mustache. He probably regretted growing but hasn't had the effort to cut it off yet. Uh, with the same jacket on every day, just constantly yes. having his head hung low. <laughs> yes. Uh, no one's listening to me. <laughs> Tell you that. Anyway, that corporations run by fucking lizard men. <laughs> that was a speed round story, guys. So. <laughs> and it was supposed um, to be about lock and key. Anyways, I don't. Yes. I don't. I haven't read lock and key. I don't know. No, oh, no. I, here's the thing. I think we got to the point of it though. Like Netflix is doing a lot. There's there's stuff that hasn't been announced yet that's just as cool probably, um, you know like like a lot of stuff is probably movies. gonna get adapted. Well, I, I mean like I don't know like I, I don't remember hearing anything, but Paper Girls might be happening in Netflix. We don't know like why? a bunch of cool comic book stuff has I, been adapt popping saga up before you do that or fucking Why it's, the Last Man maybe. Saga, well, they've been, they've been trying saga to do Why the Last Man. Well, why yeah, the Last Man is happening? We know. Well, they say, I'm just saying. Well, I'm they, saying they, yeah, you said that a few times. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was the Akira movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm just pointing out like there's a lot of good comic book stuff out there, and I wouldn't be surprised if all of it is. Yeah, is there's a there's a Quantum I, and Woody show that's gonna be want, awful. I want them to start pulling from mm-hmm. comic books so like is so deeply that people just forget they're even pulling from comic books because no one's gonna stop yeah. to think about it. Yeah, yeah. That like way, that way, after it goes on long 2000s. enough, someone can go. Psst, all these shows you've been liking are comic book shows. 
Mm-hmm. It's not oversaturation. Yeah. <laughs> the Pathfinder, based off of a comic book. Wait, wait, um, hold on. The movie Pathfinder is based off a comic book? Yes, yes. it's based off a oh, comic book. Fuck, so I, we I, can do it on the show. I fucking love Pathfinder. Oh my god. <laughs> movie. The comic book. It's inaccurate as fuck because Vikings didn't have horns. But yeah. I think yeah. Well, Pathfinder yeah, is also I'm... based off the uh, the the Dragon Dragons kind of game. No, it's I don't think it, no, it's about a Native sure. American biting yes. Viking Vikings. Yeah, so it's almost like I like in the in the post 300 world that like happened real quick. That someone out there was like. Yeah, fucking Native Americans fighting Vikings in the style of 300? Why the fuck not? And that man deserves all the money in the world. Man, yeah, that, that movie man is, was Marcus Niespiel. That movie is uh, gorgeous to look at, and it's just, it's, I, I couldn't believe that Clancy Brown's in the movie doesn't speak a fucking word of English for two hours. <laughs> oh no. He's just oh, he's no. screaming in Nordic at everybody. <laughs> this is the director of 2011's Conan. Oh. Friday the 13th, 09, which I like. Oh, I love that movie. I, I like Meh. that one quite a bit, but the 2004 Frankenstein movie. Wait, wait, which, which, one? which one? It's the one where like it's like modern day, and he's like doing like, like genetic testing. Yeah, like what was it? Is that the Aaron yeah, Eckhart one, right? No, that came after Dark Knight because that's why we don't hear from Eckhart anymore. No, this yeah. one stars it stars Thomas Kretschmann, which uh, only a very select group. Of I don't know who that is. is. <laughs> you you know who it is. <laughs> he's the he's like the super old vampire from Blade Two, who's like uh, I am uh, basically dust. Uh, I, I, it has been so yeah. long since I've seen Blade Two. I don't remember who that is. But uh, no, he's a uh, he's a uh, not Zemo. Fucking what's his face from Ultron? He's like I'm going to I'm going to give myself. Up. Oh, so, um, Strucker. <laughs> okay, all right, Strucker. Yeah. Yes. He's Wait, in Wanted, he's in Valkyrie. Like, I can go down the line. No, and you'll be like, oh, I know that guy. Surrender. I am going to surrender. Is he the dad in Wanted? Mm-hmm. I think so. Also, this he's... is the second episode in a row where Wanted's been brought up. Which is yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Hey, uh, a, I've, uh, I've never seen all of Mediocre Wanted. film. It's uh, not bad. <laughs> I, I, it has a lot of people in it that you would not think that movie would have. And it's what yeah, I agree. It's got James McAvoy. It's, it's, I will say, it's, it's the first time I ever heard Morgan Freeman say use the F word. I was about to say, like, only thing I, the, the first thing I saw from that movie was Morgan Freeman going, shoot this motherfucker. Yeah, it's uh, it's the type of movie that's garbage, but it's watchable garbage. <laughs> it's it's yes. a movie that you yes. see on FX on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah and I, you watch I it and you're like, I got nothing better to do. I exactly. own it on Blu-ray because I got it for $3. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I can mm-hmm. watch this movie occasionally. Yeah, you got it. Also, Mer- you got Blu-ray for three yeah, hours. Yeah. I get this finally time to start buying, buying Blu-ray DVDs. <laughs> well, they put them in those bargain bins. I haven't, I haven't, well, no, uh, I, a, I haven't owned a single Blu-ray DVD since the dawn of the medium. But now maybe. Are you, I'll... Are you 85? You're calling it a Blu-ray <laughs> DVD? Like it's Blu-ray. The only ones I own. Whatever. Are All right, don't it's yell at me. God, I'm the old man on the show. I'm a hundred. Connor still has a laser disc player. <laughs> records sound better. What are you playing God on the CD it. record? I, I like the laser disc. You ever, can fold them. I'm telling you all about the lady. <laughs> I the lady who walked into my movie theater and wanted to see. Like, I was working in the movie theater in a uh, 2000, like 10 or something like this. So it was like two years after the Dark Knight came out. This tiny little old lady walked into the box office and goes. I'll take one for this, and just slides me a copy of The Dark Knight on DVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, hold on! You, 
Do you not know how this works? Do you not know how either of these work? That's adorable. This goes home. This no. This this is not just not. This does not play those. It was the first movie she wanted to see since they were talkies. <laughs> I also like I I I. There's something really awesome about like a grandma going like, "Oh, Batman!" Like <laughs> just taking the DVD all the way to the movie theater and be like, "Play it on the big, when... play it on the big screen." I remember this in 1941. <laughs> Does he still fight the Chinaman? No. No, 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 Grandma. Oh, no, Grandma. It's been a long time. We don't see that anymore. Oh, why are your penny candies so expensive? <laughs> okay, let's, let's go to another story. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I don't know how many of us remember Men in Black 3. I certainly don't. Never but I do remember. I do. I, do. I like Men in Black 3. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's aggressively fine, it's um, but I do remember it has, it, has, it has it has an irrational but very sweet ending. It does. It has a very sweet ending. It's, it's very forced, but you're like, that's so tender. Yeah. I can't help but actually like it. But it also does have the thing of like, but the nice thing is that their whole relationship was random, and it takes that away a little bit. But but, I, but yeah. also like it also kind of like for Will Smith because he kind of I think there's a few points in all three of the movies where he kind of mentions like. He didn't. He he has very negative opinions of his dad because he just fucking wasn't there. Um, yeah. And then it re, re reshapes that into like, no, your dad died a hero. Like literally, he mm-hmm. died saving the planet. Yeah. yeah, they're they're nice. They're definitely nice aspects. Yeah. Of it. But Emma Thompson, who played uh, O in that movie, because uh, what's his face? Uh, what <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Because he went because, uh, ripped, torn, <laughs> ripped torn, drank some vodka for breakfast, and yes. fucking tried to rob a bank for six yeah. hours. Yeah. We aren't hosting yeah, an interlock kegger. <laughs> he said rob a bank. He was trying to work the ATM at like four in the morning. But he drove his, I think, did he drive his car through the glass? I think so. <laughs> or something like that, yeah. God damn it, Rip Torn. Okay. I love, uh, love Rip Torn in those movies because he's, he's just like. He's just like young at the bending. Like, come on, dodge a car. He's great in everything. <laughs> I'm referencing Dodgeball earlier, but like, if you haven't seen him in Dodgeball, he's the best he, part he of that. Is movie. Pretty, he is funny. You want to see the strangest performance of like a well-known actor in you've ever seen? Uh, watch him and Freddie got fingered. That's what I yes. when you started talking. That's exactly yes. what I was thinking. Dude, it's like when he walks by Drew Barrymore, just goes, "Shut up, bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking strangest thing. I'm like, what is happening? That movie is so bizarre. Oh, I love it. Anyways, uh... we aren't hosting an intergalactic kegger. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyways, line. yeah. Emma Thompson, his replacement from that movie, is coming back in the Hemsworth. Uh, uh, Men in Black. Okay, so, the, so wait, uh, is this a continuity uh, Tessa Thompson. This, yeah, Tessa Thompson. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's the same continuity, basically. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, Alan, who I know you're going to be listening to this, <laughs> it's not ruining anything. It's not erasing oh, anything. Also, a... it's just a picture. They're doing yeah. a James Bond thing where they're replacing them. They're not like, technically because they're not going to be the same characters. Also, here's the thing. Right. It, I don't care if you were in the background doing nothing. If you were in Thor Ragnarok, please do what you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the rest yeah. of your life, do what you want. You, yeah. you, gave, me yeah. not, you gave me two hours of, of, of quality that I have gone back and revisited like a dozen times. Mm-hmm. Every, also, they every are replacing... One of you. <laughs> 
They aren't replacing Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. You can't replace Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Like, you can't recreate that exact relationship. They're doing something different. Even if they wanted um, to completely reboot it, I don't think there's a clamoring for the Men in black averse out there. So, uh, who gives a shit? No, and, well, that, and you know what? we've also watched these two succeed on screen together in Ragnarok, and they do have mm-hmm. amazing comedic chemistry together. Uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth is one of the goofiest men I've ever seen, and I don't know how he does it because he's he's so goddamn handsome. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have to care because they're so goddamn handsome. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. I do. My hope is that the the roles are reversed. I would love Tessa Thompson's kind of kind of what she was in Valkyrie, but be even more dry. I want her to just be like right. deadpan. The whole yeah. movie. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, be Hemsworth can do that too because. It, it, say what you want about the rest of the movie, but I think he's one of the better parts of the new Ghostbusters because his character is like as dumb as a pile of bricks. Like he, he understands nothing. It's so good. He has some good. of the best bits of the movie. Like, like he's trying to answer a phone through a fi- like the fucking phone gag. Kevin, answer the phone. I can't. It's in the fish tank. It's a fucking fake phone. And then it's ringing, and he's trying to stick his hand to the glass, and he just keeps bumping, and he's like, I don't know why this doesn't work. Like he's just a fuck. He's the dumbest man I've ever seen. It's so good. It's really good, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited that they're keeping the continuity. And again, we don't have to hear Alan. But they're changing. Are they? Are they? Why is Who Captain cares? Marvel? Why isn't Captain Marvel Marvel? Because no one knows who the fuck that is, Alan. <laughs> no <laughs> one cares about a fucking purple alien or whatever the fuck. Like Jesus Christ! It's not like, the '70s anymore. It's, it's like uh, what is it like? <laughs> A cricket bat? You gotta know what a crumpet is. I understand cricket. That's like, to, well, I look. I'm not. We're not doing to explain who the fuck the Cree are to get to Marvel to get to stop it, Alan. <laughs> well, who uh, who puts out the uh, Men in Black movies? Is it Universal? Yeah, it's Universal. It, oh, it, it, it's Sony. Okay, um, okay. Because I'm just I'm wondering if Marvel really also, wanted to, could they just slap their title like, opening title yes, card they on could, it because, because they it's a Marvel property. So I'm wondering if they would do that uh, just to be like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Wait, are they too. are they just doing that so they can keep the rights? Do you think? Probably. Oh, I mean, most likely. Yeah. Um, I feel well, like that's why Sony does anything nowadays. Yeah, well, uh, it's also like it, Men in Black is a proven success for them, so there's no reason to not go back and revisit it. That's why they still I mean, have a Men in was, Black ride at Universal Florida. Well, here's my question: Was <laughs> Men in Black successful, or was it riding the wave that was like Will Smith at the time? I think it was a little bit of both. Yes. Um, he, 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 he only until like real recently, he was still like the highest paid actor in Hollywood, right? Right. Yeah. Now, yeah. now it's The Rock, who even when he fails, he succeeds. Yep. <laughs> what? Just because so when he likeable. fails, exactly. When he fails, he does it charmingly. Well, no, when so. like Skyscraper tanked here, but then like, I was like, oh, that's unfortunate because I don't have any ill will towards that movie. It's like, hey, you want to make a, you want to make a diehard movie? I can't stop you. Do the fuck you want. Yeah. Um, and then he, he put up an Instagram post that says, like, good news, everybody, Skyscraper is actually a hit. I'm like, wait, hold on, what? And I was like, how are you going to? And then he's like, China. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. There's a billion. Forgot it's about a, China. Like two billion people that really love The Rock. And, well, and, they, they love all of our shit. They just, yeah. like, gobble it up. What about um? What, how high did uh did did Rampage like score on I don't know Rotten Tomatoes or one of the aggregators? It was in, it, it's like it. 
If it's like 80, I think. Oh, it was no, 80. I, no, no. I it's, thought oh, it was like 60 something. You're being so generous. Yeah. I, I can't remember, honestly. Uh, I, just, like... I just, I know when uh, when it was qualified as a success, quote unquote, heavy quote unquote, that he went on to Twitter and was just like, hey, your Rampage is the highest rated uh, video game adaptation <laughs> ever. Like, dude, I know, Dwayne. He was so fucking <laughs> tongue in cheek. I'm going to have it for you right about 52%. Yep. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it almost makes up for Doom, Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne, really? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. It. I think I think everyone who made Doom was like, yeah, it's not exactly a good thing. Yeah, clearly because the even, Doom official account responded. To it. Yeah, yeah, I even went back and I I revisited that five minute first person shooter sequence. Um, it feel like when I first saw it, I was like, that's pretty interesting. I revisited, it, I was mm-hmm. like, this looks like a Halloween ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks hey, so fucking bad. It might, it they might made, as well be. They made a full movie of that, what, like a year ago? Yeah, but that was. It, Harker Henry was, yeah. was filmed with, like. A GoPro, with, basically, on a guy's with head. With a right? GoPro. And this is, like. It, it's also. You're watching the world un, kind of unfold around him as opposed to. In Doom, it's. It just, I know, are, it just randomly Things cuts are just it. popping up out of nowhere, like into the frame, like it is literally House of the Dead. I was going to say, it's, like, yeah, it's like one of those. Yeah, it's a like arcade games. Yeah, like an on-rail shooter. Like how you know, remember how in Virtual Cop, like nineteen civilians would hide behind a single pillar. Yeah, <laughs> yes. and they would all run at the same time. Well, there are stairs waving. behind the pillar. Well, they would all run out at the same time, waving their arms, wearing bright red and blue outfits, going, "Don't shoot me!" <laughs> and then, and then you shoot them in the hands. And then after you shot about three, you're like, "Oh fuck, that was civilians." Well, maybe yeah. you shouldn't run. <laughs> maybe you should run and duck yeah. your heads. There's an active shooter going on right now. Maybe you shouldn't be running around with your dude, hands. Dude, your there head. are six advanced bank robbers with jetpacks in the air. What are you doing here? <laughs> It's, this is fucking Virtua City. I've got to shoot them all in the crotch. Could you please get, stop waving your hands? Get out of here! This place has criminals that shoot thunder rockets. Yeah. <laughs> just, wow, that's a bit about a game no one's ever going to talk about again. I love Virtua Cop. Fucking love Virtua Cop. Virtua Cop is great. It's so good. Anyways, anyways, what we're we talking uh, about? <laughs> Uh, we were talking about Men in Black, but uh, that's our last speed uh, round. Yeah, um, I'm excited. Fuck it, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. let's see what happens. I'll yeah. watch anything with Tessa Thompson in it, so. Same. Yeah. yeah, same. And it seems that everything that's coming out, she's in at this point. So it means I have to watch a lot of movies. Yep, yep. She's hitting that wave. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the, Mar- the Marvel wave. Well, no, just the no. wave of fame that everybody yeah. goes through, yeah. that sort of... I, but more so, because, I mean, I feel like she's been in so much stuff recently. Yeah, I like the fact that she gets to, like, Ragnarok raised her profile a lot, and then she gets to jump mm-hmm. onto another major project with her co-pilot from Ragnarok. I'm like, that, and yeah. I think that's just a beautiful decision. I yeah. mean, that's the kind of thing that used to happen all the time, and yeah. I'm glad that it's kind of coming back a little bit, like... I mean, in the '80s, like Bill Murray and fucking, you know, what the, what the fucks, uh, all the peoples, they would just be in movies all together. So yeah. Well, yeah, back before Bill Murray and Harold Ramis hated each other for like two decades. Right. Yeah. yeah. Also, there was a yeah, lot because of he didn't he didn't like the ending of Groundhog Day, I think. I might be misremembering that, but yeah, Bill Murray thought the ending of Groundhog Day wasn't poignant enough or something like that. So yeah. Uh, Bill Murray we, also can only be reachable through a a. a Fuck, an, machine. an answering machine. I forgot yeah. what it was. I haven't seen one in so long. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, that's my favorite joke in Rick and Morty. It's like, hey, Jerry, you're a little overdue on the answering machine rental, but you can just keep these because no one uses them anymore unless they're delivering exposition on movie or TV. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, a story that I left out because it's not really a story is that the uh, the shareholders or whatever the fuck decided – yeah, we want to sell to Disney, which isn't a story, but everybody wanted to speculate about like casting. Uh, so no yeah, that's, uh, I guess we should do that. Uh, speculate on Fantastic Four and shit, because we've yeah. done a lot of X Men stuff. So, we really haven't focused on them. Here's here's kind of where I'm kind of conflicted, because I want mm. I want the X Men to like hang out with Captain America. I want that, but also right. I know that'd be dumb. <laughs> Okay, here's it would be done. I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw this out there now to like when watching wrestling so much, like you see some of the stuff that works is just like good TV and good entertainment. And right. it's not like ninety eight percent of it absolutely cannot be applied to anything else in the world because wrestling is wrestling. Right. However, the one thing they always did well was that if you get two very hot entities, characters, whatever, you do your best to keep them apart for as long as possible. So that eventually mm-hmm. people are like, why aren't those two interacting? Right. And then you wait and you wait and you wait and you keep people going, no, 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 why aren't those two interacting? And then you finally let it boil over and people go nuts. And then you, you can say, then you do that every every month for yeah. like, mm-hmm. how many years? A decade? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you were to fold the X-Men into the MCU, I don't want to see their first outing end with one of the new Avengers walking up to Charles Mansion, Charles Xavier's mansion and going like, well, 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 you think you're the only superhero in town, blah, blah, blah. Um, right. Yeah. My, my, thought, my thought would be okay. you know, that Black Widow movie, uh, if Winter Soldier's the bad guy, maybe he has, or somebody in there is a Canadian agent. Yeah. Running oh, around. Shit. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's I mean, like, characters like Wolverine, like mutant or not, are way easier to hide from the surface level MCU people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like yeah. if you're doing a flashback story to any of the things and you have Black Widow and Hawkeye against Winter Soldier and you know, a weapon X that would yeah. be And and uh, really bad. honestly, um you can maybe, 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 maybe get away with saying that mutants have been very, very, very rare since the dawn of the super soldier serum and maybe like a fucking offshoot of it they started fucking messing with gene therapy and whatever, or, or gene splicing whatever and they created the mutant gene by accident i mean i have an easier one some for you, fucking though. ridiculous whatever the fuck the the infinity gem changed things a little bit and aliens coming to earth exposed it to all kinds of weird elements and that too those elements have or, spread all mutants are teenagers and that's they essentially well, like that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah and the, the thing too is like um because they reference other enhanced people in the field. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't buy the fact that they're all the results of some explosion or some kind of exposure energy. Like Me neither. Some of these people have to have inert powers. So, yeah, <laughs> I think though. I mean, so here's the thing. Something that I I don't know if this is from the books, but from the movies, uh, your powers activate during adolescence. Yes. And it's yes. From biological changes. When you're going through puberty, that's when you yes. start walking through walls. 
Yeah. They could maybe they can maybe connect it also to extreme trauma as well. Yep. Um, which in the Marvel universe, there's a lot of. Oh, that's yeah. like every other yeah. week. And you yeah. make New York City is the epicenter you, of the. You could even crisis. go. You could mm-hmm. probably even go crazier and say like, aliens invading the planet literally affected the planet, and evolution decided that humans yeah. need an extra fucking step. That's, well, right. that's you the actually, idea I like. You actually have an out for that because with Captain Marvel taking place in the 90s, that would then make it like, oh, yeah, you know, a lot of these mutants are going to be in their 20s, like maybe a little bit younger. But I think that's the way you have to go is it has to be very young people being mutants with the exception of a few legacy characters. It would literally have to be a first generational thing. Like this is Mm -hmm. the first crop of mutants to ever start to show their powers and become known to the world. Yes. But uh, but like but mutants aside, um, like some glaring casting choices aside like i i don't know surprise me um yeah i'm not really interested in casting michael X-Men. michael shannon's dr doom please because oh, yeah. would be an interesting one i've like, i've actually i made a little list earlier but you guys go ahead yeah yeah i'd well, all right then i'll jump in um yeah you can do yours because yeah. yeah uh for reed like i couldn't decide if i wanted older or younger but for older john ham because oh I mean, dude get out of my fucking not, head he's Holy not doing shit. a whole lot right now either him yeah wow or jeffrey dean morgan yeah he'd be a good pick and, uh, my, my okay, pick from my, earlier was uh and, matthew rice and my younger choice for reed if they're gonna go younger for them would be joseph gordon levitt yeah, like hands he's down a good pick as well yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. shit wait oh what is i keep forgetting his name what is the dude he becomes in the, in the ultimates the fucking oh uh fuck i can't remember like isn't I, the yeah. master isn't the no, master? No, it's not the master. It's I. I can't remember his name, but yeah, he becomes basically the evil mastermind of the Marvel Ultimate. Marvel I universe. I only want young casting because like I went on and I want that on screen so badly. I that they I can't see them doing that though because they just got them back. It's the maker, the maker. That's it. Yeah, yeah but you don't no you don't do it right away. You you build you build towards that. Like that's that's your that is a believable um global crisis villain because he'll be so far it. Like the thinker, if he fucking made sense. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that'd be interesting. I don't know what they're gonna do with the Fantastic Four, really, though. Like, it's 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 weird. We, There's we a lot of things they, they can do. My favorite one that I've heard is like have them pop out of a hole at the end, yeah. of, like at some point, and they were they were in a family in the '60s that yeah. did an experiment, and they just been gone, but they come back, and no time has changed for them. Mm-hmm. Quantum realm. Yeah, I've yeah. liked that a lot. Uh, I've always, I've always been for that because yeah, it's very negative. It allows you to sort of do Captain America again, but not. Yes. Yeah. Well, from a different area, like they're not forties, yeah. sixties. It's similar enough, though. Yeah. Like, it's, it's close. It's still that sort of thing of like post nuclear. People were, yeah. Well, it's like people were like nice <laughs> people left their doors unlocked uh and uh unfortunately people like richard chase came in yeah. uh but uh <laughs> wow that, that made a turn <laughs> but, but it does make sense because if you think like they're the first family so if you have them pop yes. out they need they would be these this family value and then you can everyone kind of knows who the fantastic four but yeah. what we mm-hmm. missed in all the films is the real family aspect and i think yeah. hopefully that's what they nail with them but i think the I, first I, thing I think that... it's actually a, a more i think it'd be in a, a like a, a more emotionally hitting story with the four of them because steve had nobody so yeah, he's yes. just like he's like wow this is my life now and i better get used to it and um, they, all, yep. they all react differently like johnny 
is pumped. He loves yeah. it. He's all about Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I still like the idea that, yes, they were a family, like I say, from the 60s, but that I'm going to go more with whatever's going to happen with Captain Marvel and you see her origin, that somehow they got involved with that where they were experimented on by the Kree or whoever the other alien that race is going to be. And that's how they ended up becoming what they were. With because the cosmic rays. Well, it, yeah, the whole cosmic <laughs> rays thing is just kind of played out and ridiculous. Yeah, that's it could all be inhumans also. Which no, is, we're, I think they've done with the I think well, I mean, Ike made that made yeah. that so. The what? <laughs> Ike made that so. I do. Oof. What are you talking about? Man. You mean the third-rate X Men? Yeah. Uh. Hey, hey, hey! Don't you fucking talk about Black Bolt like that. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking love Black Bolt. Like I do Black too. Bolt, Black Bolt Black Bolt's amazing. And kick but your... do you like Anson Mount though? That's the oh, he was, he, he was the I best part of that show. I don't have an I don't have an opinion of Anson Mount. I do care about the fact that Black Bolt can sit across the room from you and kick your ass by saying your own name. Well, <laughs> kick your ass <laughs> by turning you into dust. Yeah, he can whisper your name and fucking destroy you. Like how embarrassing is that? Unless yeah. you're the Hulk, and the Hulk just like sits there. I I said it while ago when i was reading those hickman books my f- singular favorite moment from that entire series was watching black bolt punk thanos in front of his entire team mm-hmm. that was the coolest shit ever yeah no that's because like, there's like a palpable frame where he takes a deep breath i'm like oh god what is he doing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and then i took that away from us uh, <laughs> the uh, the one but, uh, thing that i'm running into uh at least in my mind trying on casting wise I mean, just going with dream casting. Like, who? How exactly would they handle Grimm? Like, would it? I don't know. Would it be like a mix of CG and actual actor? No, or... you you just hire John Cena and you have him shave his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to do it, I guess. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, he's not even a bad pick for that role. No, he's like, not. No, he, he's definitely not. In fact, um... I think you would make a far scarier thing if you did prosthetic, like prosthetic, uh, practical effects on him. Because he's already a like a ridiculously huge man. I, but I mean, counter argument: Andy Circus. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. God, that's God, fair. God, yeah. God damn well, you. Well, oh. So here's the thing, though. The problem with that is Andy Circus and Weta has Weta has hours of footage of actual chimpanzees mm-hmm. to go off of. Like that's what I, any movie where you see CG and you're like, that looks fake. It's because they don't so, have. Well, any reference material well, i think yeah. with, with uh, circus well, though I, more to more to the fact that like circus made me give a shit about like a chimpanzee or an ape that mm-hmm. i knew wasn't real and yeah fooled me into believing into buying into it 200 percent because yes. there's so like the just by like the third movie and the way he carries his face the entire time he is cosmically sad the entire time mm-hmm. yes uh, yeah. And it's, I think yeah, like, Grimm's existence sucks, and I need yeah. someone yeah. who can like really convey that. Well, well yeah, that, that we have seen Korg or Korg or whatever. We've seen Korg. Other... Korg yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a good test case. Well, definitely. and yeah. counterpoint yeah. to your argument about uh, having hours of footage of, of apes and chimpanzees is Gollum. Like, I don't know of yeah. any actual hobbits that got turned into a wraith-like creature because of their obsession with a ring that they have hours of I footage. I mean, it's gotta be like... That's know. fair, but you, they do have pictures of meth acts. <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, like... <laughs> How many hours of rocks are there? <laughs> I mean, wow, you have me there. Well, it doesn't look like say millions at, of years. If you look at behind-the-scenes footage from Fan4Stick... <laughs> 
they had fuck you, they had fully a joke. <laughs> they 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 had scale sculptures of their version of the thing. Mm-hmm. It looks completely different from what ended up on the film, and it was way better. It's I think um, I've heard that it's just like this craggy mess. Mm-hmm. Like it looks and more like his like remember his like chrysalis form he has when Reed's breaking out. Yeah, it looks more yeah. like that I think. Yeah, which, I thought it was, did. which I thought was cool as fuck. I'm like, you mean he gets birth from a bigger rock? Like, <laughs> yeah, that part was. Cool. I'm like, that is like, so he, like like a fucking stone caterpillar. That's nuts. I just I just want a Hulk and Thing locking fingers like total WWE style at some point. Like that's oh, I, I, thought, I thought that. you were gonna say holding hands and going. Oh, that that could be cool. He can be sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because uh, it man, might be. We know nothing of Hulk's uh, orientation. Exactly. So like, hey, Hulk exactly. likes Hulk like Hulk likes all things. Hulk like all. <laughs> Hulk likes making. Hulk is pansexual. <laughs> Hulk is omnisexual. Hulk is big. Oh yeah. Burning fire. Hulk spent whole year on Alien Planet at very early ages of <laughs> oh, development. Hold on, hold on. That's actually that's really that's a really good point, actually. <laughs> like, I, like, Banner, Banner has no idea what the fuck the Hulk was doing for two whole years. Well, yeah, like, yeah. Well, the whole thing. No books, clue. Has, that's where he has his kid, or one yep. of the kids. Yeah, uh, Scar. Like, Scar. Yeah, Scar. Like, so um, fucking cool. Like, remember that episode of Futurama where Lila meets the dude who's kind of like the, he says he's the last of her race. But he's like this oh, amorphous yes. alien who can take like any form he wants, and he has like fifteen wives all waiting for him at different altars of all different like species. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Hulk. <laughs> Fucking seventeen ships were up in Earth. They're all like, "Where have you been?" <laughs> did uh, did anybody have any ideas for uh, who to play Johnny though? Uh, Chris I, Pond. I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm, it, younger. Younger. Thing. Younger. I, it's probably so gotta, it should be an almost an unknown because it's got to be someone that's yeah. like seventeen. I think they need to go the same age as Tom Holland. Yeah. Tom Holland with a mustache. Well, Tom Holland with is like twenty something. Well, twenty-one. So, so here's the thing: with any Marvel casting, you got to take into account that they have they have a way that they do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, for example, Benedict Cumberbatch is an outlier. Um, for the most part, they don't cast people that everybody knows or that everybody is high on at the moment. Yeah. Uh, they cast a lot of people who are clearly on the rise that have some momentum behind them, but they aren't. Well, oh, like they aren't at the peak yet. Like my pick of Remy Malik, then. Right. Ooh. Like Remy. Remy would have been great right before season one of Mr. Robot. Age. Yeah. Like that's that's the point where it's like, oh, he's really he could get cast as anything at any moment. Uh and even the people on the TV count as that. Mm-hmm. Uh I would say. Coulter counts as that. He was right at just like the tipping point uh before getting Luke Cage. You know, he was in a Halo show, which it wasn't yeah. super successful, but it was still a Halo show. Um so yeah, like that's how they do this though. Like Chris Evans, yeah, he had stuff before, but like nobody was thinking about Chris Evans as much as they are now. Um, no one thought so he was going to so be able forth. to pull it off, and they announced him. Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah, because yeah. it was him and uh, what's his name from uh, The Office, right? They were the last two. Yeah. Oh, John. John Krasinski. Uh, yeah. John Krasinski. Yeah. So it's people like that. So like, like even Chadwick Boseman, he had given good performances in some movies that were really well liked, but. Nobody knew his name. I never. Yeah. 
He was Jackie Robinson to me. Uh, yeah, I've always yeah. known him as Jackie Robinson. Yeah, he was okay. Jackie Robinson, so, and then he did it. Was he James Brown? Yeah, he was Jackie Robinson and James Brown. Like, I can't remember a like, year apart. <laughs> somebody made a joke that like Chadwick Boseman's gonna star as himself in his own biopic. Yeah, he's like a Orson Welles. Um, but yeah, like so that's their sort of. So when you're thinking of doing these, like people who maybe aren't big. But you know them. That's why I threw out Matthew Rice. Or yeah. The he, big names they get are uh, the older characters. You know, your Michael yes. Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer. And, and like, here's Pepper. the thing. I, like, I pulled Legacy up, like... Legacy characters. I pulled up a list of, like, young... Like, like prospective young actors like, 2017. I don't know who the fucking these people are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't know who they I can't even pull from this. Like, you look at like mm-hmm. Disney TV shows and like stage people. Logan yeah. Paul. Well, like, uh, <laughs> like uh, there was an actor in Manchester by the Sea who everybody really loved. He's been in a bunch of stuff. And if I show you a picture of him, you'll be like, oh, that guy. I've seen him in some like trailers and can things. You, can you he, imagine? He could be the Johnny. Shit. Sorry, go ahead. He's, Sorry. He, uh, yeah, the, I can't remember the name of the actor. Go ahead. Uh, uh, can you imagine the outrage if tomorrow. Disney was like, yeah, look, Jake Paul is going to play Johnny Storm. Oh. <laughs> and this, so, again, at the same time, they really don't do stunt casting. No. Yeah. Um, they don't. Like, at all. Really. No, and yeah. that was something I accused Warner Brothers of doing, and I, I got told I was wrong, but I was like, I don't know, I don't think you cast Ben Affleck as Batman unless you're trying to really make some fucking immediate, mm-hmm. like, like, you did what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they did that right yeah. after um, Argo. Yeah, yeah. they did. I don't know if that's stunt casting so much as it's like desperately clinging. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's stunt yeah, casting is like casting The Rock in something. Yeah, yeah. well, or like casting Kim Kardashian in uh, anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I think of as stunt casting. Like it's someone who maybe doesn't deserve to be there. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a not at their level quite. But you're doing it because they're famous for other things. Well, on uh, us. Uh, not on the idea of stunt casting, but just an idea to uh, to piss off two groups of people. The people who got angry about Michael B. Jordan being Johnny Storm in the Fan Four Stick, and and also then to piss off the people that he didn't get cast as Spider Man. Cast Donald Glover as Johnny Storm. Um, <laughs> the problem is he's already, Damn. he's already in the MCU. He's the prowler. He's oh, the yeah. prowler. I mean, if you're doing yeah. a if you're doing like yeah that's true god damn it well he's not and, well, the prowler he, yet he i think he's said, a little well, he's a little too old is my problem like i want a dude like, storm I, I i like i had this out with someone like oh, was nine months ago they were like i don't know what donald glover fucking inspired me i'm like fuck donald glover's 40 years old okay shut up like <laughs> yeah fucking pull your pants up and be an adult he's not 40 <laughs> years old yeah, what? no. He's all he's up there is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking he's not a young man anymore. Oh, he's not. He's fucking he's grown ass man. He's not playing young and bright Miles Morales. He's in his like late thirties. Yeah. I guess in my mind, like I haven't really been thinking about that because the only two characters I think they're gonna do soon are Galactus and Silver Surfer. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, I think those I, are the I, next two. Not, not to uh, not to go to the Warner Brothers DC well again, but let's please learn more lesson from Steppenwolf and like when you cast a, a big giant likely CGI character, like please allow that actor to come through a little bit more because I don't well, know. Well, like, I I'd say that they do a good job with that. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I'm not really, I'm not really, but like, but Galactus is such a fucking different thing. 
Rufus no. Sewell is one of those guys. He's one of those Rufus like, Sewell oh, some... I know that guy. Rufus Sewell was the lead in Dark City. He was the villain of The Illusionist. Oh, um, oh yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, yes. you've seen him. You know him. Yep. He's one of those dudes. So. No, that, and that, okay, that, that is the phrase that everyone needs to land on when you when you come up with this. It's a that guy. You've yeah. seen him everywhere. Yes. Like, what's his face? I had never seen – oh, I'm losing his name. The guy who played Daggett in Dark Knight Rises – um oh fuck uh fuck he uh, ben uh, mendelson mm-hmm. yes uh I'd he'd never, be great i'd never seen him before uh and then suddenly i saw him in uh the place beyond the pines and i was like that oh. guy is amazing and then he's he so started good. fucking and then i'm like he's in fucking star wars <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah he'd be he'd be a great doom but rufus Sewell would also be a great doom here's the any of these sort of not legacy, but older actors like this is a big older Michael actor. Shannon. Old, 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 <laughs> I feel, see, I like Michael Shannon, but I feel like he doesn't have the personality I want for Doom. He's yeah. also too big. Yeah, he's too big. His thing, his his timing as as Zod was perfect. Um, yes, because he like he wasn't a household name yet, and I don't think Man of Steel made him a household name, but certainly gave him more jo- opportunities to become one. Well, he, I, also, he I also think, from I think yeah, that I think his performance in Man of Steel was unfucking touchable. It's um, so good. He is so on fire, and like he's so actually, angry. He is all he he loves. He he has. I've never heard him say a bad thing about his time in that movie. No, I haven't heard. Well, apparently him, him and Zach got along really well. Like, and his performance is so good that it shines through the fact that he turns into a giant penis at one point yeah. and goes um, into a giant vagina in the sky. Uh, so yeah, like that's yeah, that's how good he is. I will find him. like Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill is like so cool and charming and like kind of like reserved and like Shannon's fucking got like attack eyebrows for two straight hours. It's but that's like pretty much Michael Shannon from any, every interview I've heard of. Yeah, him. I, have you seen the? T- have you seen? It's called um. Oh fuck! Is it like two actors talk or something like that? It's an interview series. Yes, it's, it's him and Adam Driver. Him and Adam Driver. So they have the most. They're having the most intense but socially friendly conversation I've ever heard because they're they are two guys with the exact same background and they communicate like military dudes. Yeah, and See, that's but like, it's, it's, really good. it's compelling. You're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah so you're just and they're also like apparently really good friends also yeah. so what? yeah and driver well, is a guy i would not mind being in the mcu somewhere yeah. I, adam I, I i adam driver i don't know what like I, someone was like oh yeah I, he, adam yeah. driver <laughs> I, I do i do have the i do however have the thing like i think people shouldn't be in too many big franchises at once so like no they should adam driver but chris hemsworth's no. doing it well, Adam Driver was someone I didn't really know too much about. Um, right. I know at some point he was up for like a potential Robin role for something. Um, yeah. That, like whatever that was died. Um, yeah, because he would yeah. be bigger than Batman probably. And then I um, like I didn't know anything about him. Because he's so swole. saw him in Force Awakens. I was like, that dude, It he's like a fucking tiny Alan Rickman. And then he became yeah. a very large Alan Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can look up footage of him coming on Lena Dunham's chest. So yeah. Yeah, yep. I knew about him because my wife watched Girls. He was but one of the best parts of that show. He, did, he, was. he did. I only movie, watched the first two seasons. He did though. a movie with was it Tina Fey about like their dad dying? It's a comedy. About, like, oh, I know movie. what you're talking about. And there's it's like a like million him, people in it. It's like one of those him ensemble. Fucking Arrested Development. 
Someone from Jason Bateman. Yes, I think so. Because it's like uh, they're sitting Shiva, and it's like all about that. So it's like the three days or whatever they're sitting Shiva, and he's the youngest brother, mm-hmm. and he's goddamn hilarious. Yeah. But again, yeah. he's like the super dry, but like I think he could play either like a hero or a villain, or even like right. a hilariously bad sidekick would be really funny. Like her villain. <laughs> yeah. Would be a great cameo. Yeah, I, I agree. A cameo is where he'd be great. In the same way, like. I don't want Chris Evans to be in a Star Wars movie mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, but I think it works with yeah. some people and not others. Like Chris Pratt, you can copy and paste into a million different movies. There's uh, some people have argued that, but yes, yeah, sure. Well, I'm uh, just saying that that's what they're doing with with varying results. Looking at you, fucking Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um. I think we've covered this topic pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, like, until I know the direction they want to go with it, um, like, picking, settling on even one name for anybody is really difficult. Well, that and yeah. Marvel's more about announcing their director first and foremost mm-hmm. out of anything, and that's yep. how you can really tell where they're going with things. And even then, yeah. you can't really, because, I mean, announcing the director of Sinister for Doctor Strange was kind of like, okay, yeah. let's see what happens yeah. here. And then, having, I think and then having Edgar Wright leave Ant-Man, you're like, well, fuck Ant-Man. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Ant-Man came out, you're like, oh, I, Ant-Man's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. They, they really yeah. only had, like, one or two whiffs. And not in casting, yeah. really. Not in casting, yeah. but, and, like, and, in movies, like, one or two yeah like the like the only one i can think of is like i didn't like cumberbatch in his own movie but i like him more in other movies so like but that's about it i think it'd be like you probably didn't like him because it's an origin story and it's so copy and paste from the others it's iron it is it's magic iron i think if we also like i think they messed the character up in that movie as well like the version of him in the later movies is better so well, I think they, the sequel yeah. will be better. They jumped from him being a learner to all of a sudden being well. No, it's not, it's not even that. It's he is he is comically selfish, yes. for a bit, and then like the but like, they force jokes down his throat. Yeah, and then, he has and to then regurgitate. like I kind of envision him as more like Infinity War, where like he's standoffish, but he's not a fucking dickhead. No, yeah, right. Well, no, the other thing, he is kind of a dickhead, but he's okay with it. Well, yeah. it's, it's, I think it starts like with a, Ragnarok, like his thing in there where he's just like popping in and out and just have zero care for Thor. It's, well, it's, arrogance. Yeah, like, it's arrogance because yeah. he knows what he's doing is the right thing, mm-hmm. and he's doing it as in the most effective way possible. Yes. Hey, it's him doing That's, his Sherlock character, but with an American accent. Yeah. And That's with, the version of the character that, that I autism. really like. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of, like, and we talked about this during our Doctor Strange review, like, why do you shove the jokes down our throats? We get it. It's Marvel. Then you have to have some jokes, but like, they weren't needed. I think some of those kind of like, like some of those jokes. It. I think like I think the Wi-Fi joke is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because like, why the fuck wouldn't you have Wi-Fi? It's but that works sense. in char- That works with the context of the movie. Yeah. And the context um, of. Uh, but like, I think some of the extra stuff. The Beyonce um, joke is not funny. I no, okay. uh, it yeah. doesn't hold up. The, here's the thing: like the visual of Wong sitting there just fucking that, bobbing that his head is, funny, is yeah. really funny, and you probably yes. could just left the entire Beyonce bit out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only because like, like fucking Wong is amazing, and <laughs> I fucking love everything about that character. His goddamn yeah. cape isn't supposed to be a sentient puppy. I hate that. Everybody else is, but everybody else is funnier in that movie <laughs> than Benedict Cumberbatch is. Uh, even Mads Mikkelsen has some of the best jokes in the movie. You know? Mads Mikkelsen uh, is so fucking funny in that movie. For just so like, good. I don't understand his, and he's not. 
He's his his material isn't inherently funny, but there's something about him being completely deadpan. Going, uh, he's like, "Well, hello, Mister Doctor," and he's like, "It's strange." <laughs> well, maybe it is, but who am I to judge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's really just thinking about that makes me so sad that he's kind of wasted as that one-off villain. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, like, again, yeah. Doom, I think he could have worked as a Doom. He, here's the thing, though. Like, I, is a Mads Mikkelsen role ever really wasted if it's Mads Mikkelsen? No. Well, no, well, he, he takes pride yeah. in it, and he makes it work. Because, you know, like, like, he's... he's a... Because, like, he they, they keep him away from you in Rogue One, and they give him back to you, and they immediately take him away again. I'm like, you fuckers. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just got him back. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he'll be uh, he'll be the best mindless ones. I think that's what those big gray things are that have kind of the T-shaped yeah. yeah, heads. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah that's apparently. What, that's what they look like they're getting turned into at the end of the movie. Anyways. Oh, he got doomsdayed. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we do have other stories, but I just wanted to... I didn't want anybody to say, why didn't we do the Marvel story? Well, we did a little bit. Okay. Um, and because so Arlen yeah. doesn't want to touch it yet. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing Nothing well, happened. Here's the thing. Like, there's, there's the, the dust is still settling. Like, let's... We can speculate all fucking live long day long, but until they come out and say, like, we're doing this with this and this with that and not this with this, like, we can't say anything. Yeah. 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 And it's like, also, like, I don't care about shareholders saying yes or no. We, especially new deal that we yes knew where they were going to say yes. We, I'm yeah. surprised it didn't take them that shorter time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, again, as, as I said in the I'm chat. Surprised they don't, they all didn't vote yes by writing fuck Comcast on a piece of paper. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all hold up signs. Yeah. But no, as I said, it would be more surprising if they had all said no. <laughs> that yeah. would be shocking. That would be. How much? That's a, like 43 billion or something. Yeah, not just a lot of money. Yeah, they were gonna say yes, they were gonna, like because they wanted to sell. Like, like I think, like George Lucas must look at that number and go, whatever, fine. I'm not mad about I, it. I, I, tro- I stole my franchise in the white uh, sand. Yeah, okay. Like, right, he's sitting, he's fucking sitting on his couch, like just actually this like, is a distended this is a... belly full of ice cream. He's like, I see him more talking to one of his children, being like, all right, tweet something else from my script that they didn't use to to hire up the fans. Okay, uh, this is actually kind of a good segue. Uh, so, um, J.J. Abrams is going to be using, I guess, footage from episode 7? I heard 8. I don't know where. Yeah, I heard but, 7 uh, as well. It could be both. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, if you're going to weave for me, like, a complete little mini-narrative of Leia's time between 7 and 9... Mm-hmm. I'm 110 percent okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay because, with it, like, because, I'm... like, what if there, what if there is more footage out there of Leia responding to feeling Han Solo die? I mean, I, I prefer this to uh, making to her a, uh, yeah, or making her a, uh, yeah, exactly a, a similar a life force human zombie, being. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to a but yeah, like... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, here, and here's the thing: like, you can you can actually like you can spend a little time with her character in her head. Um, yes, and you, the the out is so easy as far as what happens to her. What do you mean? What happens mm-hmm. to her? She got sucked out of a fucking spaceship. That's mm-hmm. what happened yeah. to her. Of course, that that probably was not gonna let her live that long after that. Like, I mean, she yeah. cheated death. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and also there's like when you're doing a movie like this, there's a lot of footage of people just standing in front of green screens. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's probably hours of footage of her just staring. Like with all kinds of different emotions going on, uh, and a talented editor can make that look 
good make that into a full scene um especially if they're reacting to other actors um so yeah like i think it will be handled well and also like jj abrams just has to copy the opening of star trek 2009 basically <laughs> like if he kills her off yeah. in the beginning of the movie like just copy that scene almost i mean i, pre- exactly. I, I prefer this to an opening crawl saying like princess leia has died mm-hmm. she deserves like, more than so that. exactly um, she so yeah. the, and that's a, that's the hard place that this company probably finds itself in. She deserves more than that, but she does not deserve to be a CGI zombie. Right. No. So yes. this, I think, yeah. like, if you if you must, then please do this. And I think even her daughter was like, "Yes, that's that is one hundred percent okay." Her, her whole family said, "We do not give permission to yeah. do CGI." Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank God. So, yeah. yeah. Well, they already did. We got to see younger her. Well, to do like a full movie. Well, when she's I mean, dead, uh, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. White boy, please. Um, I mean, that was her giving permission. That was, I mean, she probably yeah. saw that. Like... Yeah. And the other side of this is that Mark Hamill's in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. So that means, like, yeah. here's here's my joy about this is that a while ago, I heard Mark Hamill say that he pitched the idea of a new type of Force Ghost. That would be a fucking frightening Force Ghost. That is designed to haunt and intimidate those he inti- appears in front of, and I can't help but think of his lines at the end of the Last Jedi: "If oh, you bring awesome. me down in yeah. anger, I will haunt you the rest of your life." And now I'm thinking, just, like, I'm like, did he mean that literally? So he's, he's just, just putting shaving cream on Kylo's face. That is awesome. <laughs> that would be like, a no, great no, no. Can you fucking? Can you imagine like Kylo Ren like? fucking as horror tropey as it sounds like it hasn't been done in star wars like him closing a mirror and fucking spooky ass bar- ghostly luke skywalker's behind him going like Brah. hey you basically make, you make kylo schizophrenic except that the things he's seeing are actually happening through yes. the mm-hmm. or and like or he just goes and, subtle with it like american werewolf and he's just like there and he's just like yeah. hi <laughs> you but but like it, Man, it, has, hungry. it has to be no it has to be <laughs> it has to be super like like this fucking embittered Luke that everyone really thinks was there, but like there was still some softness to him, but like no softness left. He's like Kylo Ren steps, like stumbles the stairs. He just picks up. He's like, you piece of shit. Everything you do is a fucking failure. I should have killed you in the goddamn womb. You rotten egg. Like, Oh, I would see that. that, And whenever he's like talking to the other like people and they leave, it's like, see, they don't respect you. They don't care about you. They're just waiting for the chance. They're all going to laugh at you. It's the rap song from Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> they betrayed you. But it's like Mark Hamill and like a fucking, he's got like a, Luke Skywalker has like a, an old a Casio keyboard and he's like doing that song and he's like, he's like, self-destroy a paranoia. <laughs> they lie to you. I would just love for one line for him to just pull out the Joker voice. <laughs> that would be great too. Just like for like when he, it's like some weird thing where he gets like super poltergeisty and it's just the Joker voice laughing at him. That's my thing. Over like, a tree like, in the middle of space. Star Wars has never really tried <laughs> horror before in that way, and I really hope they give it a shot. Like, they should though. Just for a sing- just a I still, I still say that like Ray's uh, Force vision in the the Last Jedi is easily the most unsettling so far. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. For a second, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Because it's it's not just like a simple like, "Oh, there's Darth Vader." It's like it goes to something like weirder and like more existential. It's like like the fu- yeah. like the fuck the fucking force goes out of its way to to tell her like, "There's no answers here, but we're mm-hmm. gonna fuck with you anyway." Yeah. <laughs> Luke was easy. There are very simple answers yeah. to his story. Yeah, he's part of a larger narrative. You're just here. Yeah. 
you are a speck in the universe who is so fortunate to be here. It's not even funny. Um, mm. But um, like Billy Dee Williams is coming back for this movie. Um, yeah, I. And... He's not gonna move. He's gonna be in a chair and he's gonna say like two lines and that's it. I don't, I don't care. know if any of you guys saw him on Dancing. Doesn't Stars. matter because it works every time. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a cold 45. Oh, <laughs> it's my favorite no, what, what was on uh, Dancing with the Stars? What, he could he, he did it. move at this point? And really? he was wearing a gold, like a gold dancing Lando outfit. I saw that. And I, I, wa- I watched that. it on YouTube for a second and I turned it off and I said, there is no God. <laughs> yeah, or but, I, I said there's also no such thing as dignity in Hollywood. Here's nope. the here's the thing though. He doesn't have to move because like I didn't think they were gonna do too much with Mark Hamill because he's getting up there in age. However, he looked fantastic in the yeah, Last Jedi, and like even though he was assisted with CGI during the, the 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 duel, like for a moment I was like, wow, he looks incredible. Um, yeah, but it looked, look it looked like it looked like Luke from Return of the Jedi came back with a fucking Max Payne beard. I was like, my god. Uh, I think <laughs> if you look at him before they got to him, Hamill was in way better condition. Like Billy D does not look good at all. He yeah. looks aged. Well, that was the thing too. Mm-hmm. I remember reading that Hamill had like gone on a a training regimen when well, he first no, got what brought. What back. I'm saying is like Billy D doesn't have to do a whole lot, and anything that might require right. him to do a little extra, dude, they got the fucking money to make that happen through yeah. body oh, yeah. doubles or some shit. He just has oh. to be charming. Yeah. <laughs> I just want them to be honest. Disney has brought people back from the dead. They don't have a problem with that. Yeah, <laughs> true. All, all I want them to do is to pull into some rebel base, and Billy D is like running that base, and then he looks at the Falcon <sighs> and is just like, "Oh man, I remember that." Yeah. And like, that's it. That's all I need. And then he and the end nub kiss. <laughs> Oh God, his mouth, but, oh, his mouth is so wet. It always bothers me. I hate it. There was a kid uh, I went to high school with that looked like an Ian Nub. Oh no, no. he finally that married me. Um, <laughs> no, it, he he looked like Ian Nub, like he. So he had this like himself. he had this like perpetually like moist upper lip, is what you're telling me. Ugh. Uh, he was yeah, a, he was a human wet Sharpe. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, you say that, but like. Like just two days ago, this like big fucking gross, like just like lopsidedly fat Sharpay came in, and it just I got in the room and I, I go in there to do a history, and I was like, well, I can't remember the fucking dog's name. I was like, hey, and then like it just immediately shakes his head, and I just watch in slow motion as like just large globs of drool go <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yes, mm. yes, yeah. And they're like, yeah, he's got some ear and uh, he got some ear problems. He's got a hot spot in his neck. I'm like, yeah, it's because he cultivates moisture around his mouth, so it leaks to his neck. <laughs> his ears <laughs> yeah. and his his ears can't open. <laughs> you need to clean that stuff out. They're flattened to his head. He's a mutant. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I, I see. I'm not among those people who are like, fuck Star Wars. Not, not even those people, like the most extreme. But I know a lot of my friends are kind of just the new series is not for them. Um, so they're not participating, but I haven't really found a reason to be turned off by this series yet, so... No, I've been nothing but invigorated by it. And here's the thing, here's the thing, I'm I'm starting to agree with some Canto Bite haters. However, that does not break the movie, so... No, it's one scene that you can go out and go to the bathroom during and be fine. There's there's one part of it it. that I like, and it's the part with the kids. Like, when they show the kind of underbelly of the world. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I like that. The casino it's... part is dumb, but like the underside. Is... I like I, the ideas that they're doing. Yeah, I, I like feel the... I feel like the entire idea. presentation of the Acanto Bite scene was just like, "Hey, remember the stuff George Lucas was doing? Here you go. This is what he was yeah. going to do." I believe they said originally the one character that turns them in was supposed to be Lando. Oh, that in the original Eric, script. Wait. So wait, what at what point during Cantobite did they go into the bloodstream and show you the midichlorians? <laughs> when, when did that happen? <laughs> Dude, man, did you fucking read all that shit that Lucas said yes. with the fucking I, It is yes. like I've heard it is of it. it is the most like do you not understand why people are so mad at you about midichlorians it, that you it, just like went he, and publicly, he wanted to make inner space. You, you fucking you publicly doubled down on your most famous bad decision, you clueless man. Beyond yeah. that, he, it sounded like something that would have come out of the 70s during like the the transgressive art movement, like where the oh, movie yeah. uh, Fantastic it, Planet came from. And, and, like, and, then, and then I like, like how I like how Disney got a hold of that concept and yeah. was like, no, it's a fucking Jedi concept and people guard it. That's it. Like, <laughs> well, they just ignore it. They just like mini mini what? Well, no, what are you uh, the about? wills is what uh, oh yeah, wanted to focus on in the next three, three yeah. movies and like. Uh, Chirut in Rogue One is a guardian of the wills. Like I think it's, right. it's a, I don't remember what they are exactly, but like they, they are, are, they are. Well, I think that's like the like, Bible for the Jedi. Yeah, that was my it's like Jedi text or Jedi relics or something like yeah. that. It's the texts that they have that aren't the shit. It's the things that they do and they have in Rebels all the time that are actually like kind of machine things. Holocrons. Yeah, they're not that. They're actually like books, like what uh, Luke has. But then, what what's his name is in Rogue? They're like priests, but they're sort of force sensitive, but they're not Jedi level sensitive. Yeah. Oh. So that's okay. why when he does this whole thing at the end, that is one one hundred percent the force willing him through it. But he right. can't. It's, yeah, it's his, it's his. Everybody gets one. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> everybody gets one. <laughs> Although his like his 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 sight capabilities are pretty much like. That's the force talking to you, and I think like like through that like yeah you can communicate with the force, but manipulating is an entirely different thing. Yeah, right. It's you can be you can be sensitive, but to to uh, use it for whim is is an entirely different thing. Because I would say the point is he can't get shot into space and then fly back to no. his ship. Yeah, no. I think it goes into like what like Finn is a little bit, and depending on what they do with that, and then what's her name from the first one? That's yeah. um, Lupita Nyong'o's character. Okay. Right. The not Yoda Yoda. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She Maz can yeah. Maz. Yeah. Maz is one of my Maz. favorite additions in the movie so yes. far. Where's my boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> she just hits on everything. I like that Wookiee. Okay. <laughs> the first time I've ever heard anyone like sexualize a Wookiee in Star Wars of all things. I've got some things to tell Don't you, about. you dare. <laughs> well, I've seen some. Well, anybody who's seen the Christmas special has seen the Wookiees sexualize oh, other oh things. Boy. Uh, Isn't the Grandpa Wookiee watching, like, porn? <laughs> yes, it's human porn, too. Um, it's so good. Was there, was there another story? Uh, there, there's a couple other stories, which is why I was trying to move it along. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so this is this one's going to be fast. It should be. Uh, Mowgli... Uh, the long-awaited Andy Serkis movie is going to Netflix uh, mm. because Warner's does not think that they can sell it uh, because that 2016 the John the Favreau the Disney Jungle yeah Book? yeah Favreau yeah I'm trying I'm just trying to remember the year but yeah that John Favreau run I guess that one is just still scaring them off well it's supposed um, to be I haven't seen it. it's supposed to be amazing and that's why they gave yeah, him Lion King. King 
Yeah. 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 That's good. It's a good movie. It's great. Yeah. It's really good. It's got Christopher Walken as King Louis. Yeah. Huge movie. Bill Murray. The entire cast of that movie is great. Um, like fucking Idris Elba as Shere Khan is just whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah. What's his name? Is um the Panther? Shit. Um. Bagheera. Um. Um. What's his name? Not man. Not Mandarin. Mandarin. Ben Kingsley. Uh, oh, yes. oh, that's a really Girl good choice. Charlotte Johansson is uh, the 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 Python. Ka. Ka. That's awesome. I had uh, I had heard about this uh, probably about a year or two ago, and I was kind of puzzled by it because I was like, "Really? We're we're going to this? Are we really repeating the Oz craze of uh, about?" Mm-hmm. It's so, I can so give these you movies. They were. It's public domain. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that, it's also a... it's based on a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, it is. That it's, it's just there's sometimes yeah. there's weird moments in Hollywood where it's like, what do you mean there are five Snow White movies in production by five different companies? Well, yeah, it's it's, uh, or, or it's a volcano Dante's Peak what, situation. What, what, do you, I don't what, know what, if you guys know this, but uh, the book is dark as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, really, what, yeah. What what do you mean there are four Oz movies in production at all times? Well, uh, Hunter, Hunter makes a good point, but I, I think the so the reason that this Mowgli movie is happening or still exists is because they had already shot it by the time the 2016 movie had come out. Uh, but at the same time, Warner Brothers did not expect the 2016 movie to be as dark as it is. Um, they expected light, fun, and happy, mm-hmm. kind of, with like elements of darkness, maybe. Uh, it, it is fairly dark, darker than I remember expecting it to be. And that kind of threw Warner Brothers off because they did not expect that at all. They expected something completely different. So that's why they pushed it forward a year and they just keep on pushing it forward. Um, so I'm not surprised that they're going with the Netflix option because it's yeah. kind of popular at the moment. Um, it's a so good yeah. place to dump stuff. Yeah, and at least it's not for the reason of we think people will hate it the book which has been the reason the, a lot of the time let, yeah. me put it, let me put it this way the book ends with Mowgli running like like gathering an ar- army of animals and like attacking the village yeah yeah so it's de- very different from not, Disney. it's not tarzan guys yeah i do remember there was there's two snakes in the book right because there's yeah. a good snake and the bad snake yes i think that's fat i think that's true i think so yeah that sounds right it's been a while I think I read it in fifth grade. The thing is, there's so many different versions that I confuse, which is which. Like, the one that was directed by the guy who did The Mummy. Was that the uh, uh, Jason Scott Lee one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. With fucking Carrie Thulis. Or not Carrie, what is his name? Is that the one with the something? adult Mowgli where it's almost Tarzan? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember that guy's name, but he was, like, hot for a second. He's Wait, Jason is that, is that Jason Scott Lee? Yeah, that was right yeah. off of Dragon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that really. Yeah, that dude really, falls in quicksand. That really, forever making me afraid of quicksand. That really, really bad Bruce Lee biography. <sighs> I kind of love that movie. But I, yeah. yeah. Very, yeah. Bruce Lee biography or biopics. It is. It is ridiculously inaccurate. Like to the point where it's like that. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, here's the thing. At the end, they fight a shadow demon. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, but that's okay, fine. He was killed by the Chinese mafia. 
I know. So the fact that <laughs> so that's the thing. It, you'll wake we, up, Jesse. We know that he was not actually killed by a shadow demon. So at that point, I'm like, wait, okay, he wasn't. I, I don't care. In this movie, he's killed by a shadow demon. Clearly, it's not actually supposed to be fact. Uh, the only not. thing I remember that actor from besides that Jungle Book movie is Balls of Fury. Yep. Oh, I, I was remember from Balls of Fury. Oh, what you doing, Guaylo? <laughs> no, ABC <laughs> did at one point like a five night event of like the was it like 101 Arabian Nights or whatever it is. Oh. And he played Aladdin. And Interesting. God wow, fucking he is, damn it, he is, the 90s. He is officially racially ambiguous. What the well, fuck? No, they, they did the more, no. no, they did the more historical accurate version of Aladdin where he's more East Asian. Okay. And okay. Jean Leguizamo played both genies. Because there's well, a genie of the ring and a genie of the lamp. Still, people in the 90s were racist. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't like... I, I feel like what's his name from um, Guardians? That's the robot guy. Yeah. I think he was like the bad guy in it. I'm trying to remember. But he was goddamn bananas. Yeah. J- Jason Scott Lee, also the villain from Soldier, uh, which is a, a, a great Oh, yeah, film. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, he had his head <laughs> Which is for that. part of the Blade Runner universe, for those who are uh, unfamiliar. Wait, really? There's a spin-off Blade Runner movie? It's... The soldier is it's a it's based off a Philip K. Dick short story. Okay, I, I, I didn't think it was even that. I thought it was because there was a a prop from Blade Runner that was featured prominently I, in Soldier. I believe I believe that they are both Philip K. Dick inspir, inspired in the same way that uh, Total Recall is also Philip K. Dick. I did not um, know that either. But uh, but I believe the idea is that. Uh, I think Kurt Russell is supposed to be a replicant. Yeah, I, I might be. Wait, wait, wait. Soldiers, the one where they're like, they are sent to different planets or something, and yes. uh, Kurt Russell never talks. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I remember yeah. this movie. Oh, I did not know that was Blade Runner. That is a goddamn weird movie. It yeah, co- uh, David Peoples co-wrote the script for Blade Runner. He considers it a spinoff sidequel. Yeah, because uh, the same vehicles used by the Blade Runners, the spinners, are also in Soldier. Yes. That's the only connection. Okay. So yeah, I, okay. Uh, I just found a headline related to this Jungle Book story. Um, it has to do with a movie it was opening directly against, which is now going to benefit uh, greatly from this, and that was Venom. Mm. Ha, 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 Wait, ha, which Venom? Ha. The new Venom? Yes. <laughs> Not the 2005 Venom Blue. I don't think Mowgli was going to be oh, hurt by for that. Fuck's Honestly, sake. <laughs> I, I had to watch that movie. Thanks for reminding me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do that as many times as we need to. <laughs> okay. Um, Did they ever release a second trailer at Comic Con? For which one? For, for Venom? Venom? No. No, I don't think they did. No, but I read, really showed footage. I read some trailer like, footage descriptions. Apparently, he full on eats somebody's head. Oh hell yeah. yeah! I'm into that. Also, don't I'm don't forget to take that. into account that Sony was probably floundering a little bit because they pulled James Gunn out at the last minute. <laughs> I am. We'll see how I long that so, lasts. Why 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 are they trying to make me like this movie? <sighs> I mean, because they they got to <laughs> they got to try. I guess. Uh, I mean, what is the what is the Sun the Sun Tzu rule, place your men against the ocean with no way to escape and they will fight harder. <laughs> I mean, I mean, argue that. 
Are they gonna, uh, are they gonna fight harder? Are they gonna swim really fast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, but anyways, yeah. Mowgli's going to Netflix. I'm excited about it. I guess I don't know. I just saw Fine. one thing. If I can drop it in, they announced the writers for Lord of the Rings on Amazon. I yeah I. Not, so here's the thing: none of us have seen that Star Trek movie that they apparently wrote. <laughs> They're apparently so that's also what... writers on Godzilla vs Kong. Again, we have. I know. <laughs> so that that was my thinking. I was like, I want to include this, but none of us have seen their stuff. So yeah, but uh, no, the, that's yeah. like that's like saying, hey, I made that movie with John Malkovich. It's me locked up for a hundred years. Well, I don't know how mm-hmm. good you are, and I'll never know how good you are. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, segue. Uh, however, we can judge this writer, uh, <laughs> Max oh. Landis. Apparently, no. <laughs> well, here's, here's wants my to do Creature from the Black Lagoon. When uh, do you go from writer to like fanfic? Because I feel like I don't know. Here, like... okay, I will. I will do my usual Max Landis speech. Max Landis is someone who has made lots of stuff I really enjoy. I think when he's not being a repugnant dickhole, um, he is actually a very smart man who has very interesting opinions on stuff I like. Yeah. However, lately, he has become a detestable human being, and I don't want to support anything he fucking does. He's also he's become, responsible for Mary he, Sue he, as a thing. He's also become so self-aware at this point that he might as well be a living cartoon character, and I'm sick of him. Yep. Yeah. He's annoying. I, like, I, mean, I uh, hate Mac, him. Max Landis. Yeah. He's Max Landis, so he behaves like fucking Max Landis. Yep. Nauseating. He's the child mm-hmm. of a Hollywood elite and got two small Asian children killed in a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and then, like, damn, as, Lou. <laughs> now, like, here's the thing: as that Max Landis stuff was boiling up, like last year, like stories came out and said, like, oh yeah, and John Landis has totally covered up for some shitty things his son has done. I'm like, well, John Landis, you are no actually a shitty person. <laughs> If all that is true. Yeah. Again, it's also to reiterate, you know, Landis the dad made a movie. Well, here's the thing, he didn't put two like <laughs> he didn't take he didn't take a gun shoot two small children in the head. Like also he what, what happened yeah. there, like I, I don't think anyone could have seen that coming. However, like one of the weird things is who was the actor who died in that set? I can't remember his name. Uh, Vic Morrow. Vic Morrow. Yeah. Vic, yeah. yeah. Apparently there is like uh, lots of anecdotal, I think there's even video of it. Um Right before they did this, he was like, "I have a feeling I shouldn't do this." Yeah, and also it's it's, it's well noted by a lot of people that Landis changed completely after that movie as a person. Like well, the way that he approached making movies changed. Good. Uh, well, yeah, that's because he was sued to the walls because of uh, the children were there after hours which is a huge mm-hmm. no-no with child labor laws especially within hollywood and i think yeah, not good and i think almost all of the the crew was working overtime at that point and they didn't have one of the stunt coordinators there for when they were doing things so it's it's not like it was a tragic act it was a tragic accident but it's an accident that could have been prevented very yeah easily. it's an, it's it could have been prevented right. it's still no one's fault um Speaking of, like, mm-hmm. real quick to get back on Max Landis, but, like, did you hear the story about how the Ninja Turtles movie got around stunt crews because they basically kept shipping in, like, uh, basically yeah, you workers from China or Hong Kong or something like that and just having them come in and do stunt work and getting the fuck beat out of them and then sent yes. them all back and then got new ones, like, the same day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. From the, yeah. 
that is beating the beating the absolute shit out of these dudes during action sequences, and then just like having them pile onto a fucking garbage barge and sending them all back. <laughs> awesome. Uh, um, but I don't like. It's a reverse fake love. Here's the thing, like Max Landis, I listened to your pitch on a hook, and you kind of had me until it turned into just like, oh, it's hook, whatever. And then you decided, like, you're like, like, oh, it doesn't have to be dark and gritty. Like, dark and gritty doesn't have to be always, like, dark and... Or, no, he said, like, serious doesn't have to be dark and gritty. I agree. But then he's like, well, in my hook, the Lost huh, Boys that are like... that sounds familiar. He's like, in my hook, the Lost Boys are like, the Lord of the Flies. I'm like, that's dark and gritty. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Surprised yeah, he was a guy to call know. from Warner Brothers. And, here, and here's the thing, uh, like, <laughs> there's also something else you can't argue about Max Linus. Like, that dude's work ethic is fucking insane. Like, he yeah, is sold and like i think like anybody working right now because all he just does is he's a madman who just creates and creates and creates and creates and sells and sells and sells mm-hmm. and sells and sells whatever he just gets these ideas he puts them on paper and he gets them out of his head um yeah. but just because you create a lot of stuff doesn't mean it's good the thing is like all right so max landis is he i can't remember is he directing or writing this he would write it, uh, he'd be writing it. well okay, i listen. think his statement was like he's working on a project with those creatures right. in the black lagoon all right what'll happen is like a lot of his scripts will end up in the blacklist which will just be the piles of scripts that companies buy because they don't want to put out, but they want to own the rights to it. Yeah, and, it's, it, it didn't. Didn't a lot of what he write for Power Rangers end up in that movie anyway? Um, or at least, like, really. or at least like <laughs> I thought, I thought echoes of it ended up in that movie. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, but yeah, actually, okay. but That's from, a, but from my understanding, it actually looks like it borrowed more from Chronicle. It, it, so there's a whole it can did. of worms there. Yeah, um, here's. Go ahead. Yeah, but uh, so. Really, no, Arlen, uh, Arlen is kind of our, our knowledgeable one on this. So yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, thank you, Eric. Uh, um, so yeah, uh, my understanding is that he wrote like he wrote a draft, but eight other people came on after him, which means most of what he wrote wasn't in the movie, um, and what he wrote wasn't even chronicle-ish. Like he basically wrote classic Power Rangers. Um, oh, yeah. I would. But the studio wanted it to be more like Chronicle. That's why they fired him, uh, apparently. <laughs> because he wouldn't just do Chronicle again, uh, which is a common thing in Max Landis's career because the same thing happened at Fox. They were like, make Chronicle 2 Chronicle all over again. He was like, no, I want to make a movie about a woman who's building her own super suit to be the first supervillain because... That's the thing that all all of us wanted after Chronicle. Sure. Now was yeah. he like really heavily involved in the fan four stick writing? Well, no, uh, he was not involved Shrek. at all. That was, that was the other half, the Chronicle pairing. Yeah. Like it's okay. Yeah. I thought he was still yeah. like very Chronicle, involved. In it. Chronicle, no. very strange anomaly in that like you look at the two people who kind of were the creative force behind it, and you go like the you'd look back and go, "There's no fucking way they did that because that movie is so it's lightning in a bottle. It's amazing." Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And like, like there was that's where Dane DeHaan was, where like Michael B. Jordan was. Um, I don't know who the fuck that third kid was. He fucking disappeared. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, well, he's a generic white guy kind of. Yeah. But there's a lot of talent in that movie, and then afterwards, like it just like potential in there is just fucking floundered. Well, don't forget mm-hmm. too, for Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Don't, don't forget too, like that movie hit at the exact right time, right before superhero movies got really big. But like, right. it's, it, 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 here's the thing, and I think that movie's great because its actual genre is completely ambiguous. Because is it a superhero movie, or is it a fucking Carrie remake, or is it inspired by Akira? It's because I the mean, answer is yes. 
the bare bones of it come down to it's it has all of the hallmarks of being superhero powers at least or yeah. a superpower movie but you're, but you're like a you're super still, villain origin so. yeah you're still experiencing mm-hmm. it from the viewpoint of the super villain um, exactly and then it has a very like it it is it is carry and it actually like it is kind of akira oh it totally um, is akira uh, and like he, people walked up to him saying like hey it's an akira remake he's like no it's carry and then like people brought up other things he's like yeah i guess it's kind of all those things because it, it really is yeah um and it's also like it's it's one of the most interesting found footage movies i've ever seen because the camera is actually a part of the plot except mm-hmm. at the end when when fucking what's andrew's like cell phones yeah. <laughs> right every can every telephone yeah <laughs> well um it's a little dumb but um max Landis can go uh hop off a cliff I think my point was, I'm against this, as I was against him remaking American Werewolf. Yeah. Because, is there, why? Is there anything that's a more coattails thing than a son remaking his father's movie? I can't think of anything. Like, even, <laughs> like, even Gene Jr. didn't do that. It by sounds even almost like, like, a, like David Cronenberg's son didn't even do that, but he no, tried, yeah. and he was he was actually successful. Because um, even like it's even still like, have, has any of you seen Antibodies? Yeah, no, that's that and, shows oh. that David Cronenberg's weird shaped fruit didn't fall very far from the tree. Yeah, like, it's not like, like it's 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 less body horror and more like I don't know how to describe Antibodies. Antibodies will make yeah. you uncomfortable on a weird in a. It, yeah. You'll wash your hands wherever you go. <laughs> yeah. And we know that Jennifer Lynch didn't just be like, I'm just going to do what my dad does. Like, she's doing her own thing. Well, that's what I was going to say. So. It reminds me of the opposite way because it's the Henson kids that are doing that weird puppet movie which yeah. is, uh, with McCar- <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. I, I kind of love it that it's them. Oh, oh God, I forgot about it's like that. Like Happy thing. Time Murders, I think. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm sure for him it's very cathartic because it's like I grew up with these puppets and always. And he's like, like, fuck these puppets. <laughs> um, yeah. We're make them come on each other. But with, with Landis, <laughs> with Landis, like the problem with Landis is like at this point he has already been accused of the unthinkable, and mm-hmm. here he is sitting pretty like I. As long as his his last name is his fucking safety net, he's not going to go anywhere, which is un, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's the poster child for Hollywood, like white Hollywood nepotism. Nepotism, nepotism. nepotism. yeah. Yeah. And like, here's the thing: like, when I first started getting, like, kind of being aware of who he was, parts of his backstory are instantly, instantly relatable, and then some of it is so horrific to the point where you'd be like, I kind of get why you are the way you are, because you are the you are the son of of a Hollywood director who was ostracized, and apparently, like, he was put on lithium and just sent Mm -hmm. off to like fucking like boarding school after boarding school after like fucking educational yeah. facility or whatever but like for rich kids but still you're on fucking lithium yeah like <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, God. <laughs> it's pretty bad yeah it's, but, uh, but I like mean... but at the same time like your your upbringing does not exactly dictate yeah. who you become you can become better than that and he has chosen not to be so yeah and i feel like i've done the rant before of like you can only apologize for the same thing so many times before we don't believe that you're sorry. Also, here's no. the thing. He actively bragged about gaslighting a girlfriend into an eating disorder. He is yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bad person. And I don't understand why Universal would be giving him opportunities because it's not... This is not before Universal realized that they could reboot Fast and the Furious Universal. This is like Universal's doing well right now, and they don't well, really need to go to him. a post-Dark Universe Universal. 
Yeah. The ones who are is still Star like, Universe that important? Man, <laughs> uh, I think they put a lot of money into that pool. Fucking get ready for your third in-universe reboot. Yeah, you, but you, I mean, do you remember that poster? It can't of get any people? worse. <laughs> I do remember when they had to Photoshop out the cane from fucking Russell Crowe's hand. Because it was uh, Russell Crowe, Johnny Depp, Javier Bardem. Who else was in the oh, so here's the thing. Tom Cruise. All the movies that are apparently part of the Dark Universe and the movies that led up to the Dark Universe, they're all covered by this thing called film insurance. <laughs> which yes. is, I don't know if I've gone on the rant on here about film insurance, but basically every movie has an insurance policy on it, like anything in life. So if your movie makes zero dollars or negative dollars, you have an insurance policy that will bring you back into the black... Is that right? Yes. Now, the thing is, does that count when you sign on actors for long term deals and have to pay them out? I don't know. Let's ask The Rock. (laughs) Cancel the deal if you're not actually making the movie. And I mean, they still have to be paid somewhat, but they're not going to get paid as much as if they do. Oh, no. I'm sure that there's like a good big. I kind of think of it in like kind of sports terms. I'm sure there's like a big signing bonus, and I'm they sure there's include a... these things in the budget. Yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. a big guarantee, but how much of that is insured? It's I I think here's the thing: anything that they put on the budget, like here's the thing: movie studios are fucked up. Um, if yeah, I don't know if any of you are wherever Smodcast listeners, but there's an episode of Smodcast where Kevin is talking about what stopped. Clerks 3 from happening earlier than when he was planning. This was back when Clerks 3 was like, I'm really going to do this, this is going to happen. And part of it was they had to do an audit of Harvey Weinstein. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, because in Hollywood, you have to run audits on your bosses to make sure that they're paying you enough. Um, and Harvey was known for skimping on things and maybe not paying everybody. Uh, what they were supposed to be paid. Uh, the actor who played money. Randall, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sounds familiar. Uh, the actor who played Randall, it's I'm fairly sure the reason that actually didn't happen it, is because he him. still hasn't been paid. Yeah, uh, it's 100 percent him. They basically not said but said. Yeah, dead. yeah. He he didn't want to he didn't want to put him on the spot, but like Harvey didn't pay him. He's probably not going to pay him anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> He's got bigger fish to fry. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, fuck Max Landis. I don't. Yeah. I don't like that yeah. guy. I just the one. The one thing I didn't get to add was why the fuck would you ever remake American Werewolf in London? It's the most perfect werewolf film to ever exist. That's all I needed to say. Uh, the Howling, but yes, yes, I agree. And uh, no, the Howling. <laughs> the Howling is a heavy metal comic come to life. I fuck like you. the Howling <laughs> more. Eric, sorry, Eric. The answer uh, is everything I've done in the recent time hasn't worked but this is my dad's film so i know i just it, it infuriates me it infuriates here's the me. thing look here's the, no, like... no, here's the here's the ultimate point you're both wrong yeah. it's dog soldiers okay no, <laughs> dog soldiers is phenomenal but it's a different and type a of werewolf sequel movie. to american werewolf as we all know what about american it's werewolf not. In what are you talking about would you prefer the american werewolf in paris continue to be a sequel eric no is that what you want no that's what i thought but it doesn't make sense that america that dog soldiers would be a sequel to american world i don't London. care we're not we're not having this discussion right now scottish werewolves stand up eric they do it's canon we're not, they, we're not to, going they, into have, this. they can't they can't play golf in old course yeah exactly they've got those huge balls um moving on <laughs> okay okay well we only have one more story but we don't have to talk about it if we don't want to uh 
Uh, Anthony Mackie has is going to be replacing Joel Kinnaman in season two of Altered Carbon. Yay! I haven't watched Altered Carbon yet, so you should. Neither it's have really I. Good. I watched the first uh, couple episodes. It's pretty. But good. Uh, in the context of the show, for those who don't know, who still haven't watched it, uh, it's a world where people don't have bodies anymore. They're basically like computer chips, and you can just be slotted into a new body. Um, it's, that's it's how like, this is happening. It's a better it's, version of that one movie with it's, uh, the guy it's, from. Um, it's digital timeline regeneration. Yes, uh, okay. but it's it's well, yeah, it's similar to that. It's 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 well, a I, lot like backing I, I, yourself. I bring up. that up for a very good reason. Yeah, well, yes, I, I get where you're going with this, but yeah, like it's a. Anyways, people got angry i guess because they were used to joel kinnaman and i'm being kind because <laughs> i'm not assuming not everybody is a racist uh but people got real angry that anthony mackie was replacing him uh which was really dumb why would you do that here's, in the show here's my ultimate takedown of this uh a anthony mackie's awesome so yep. please sit down and be quiet um two um when you have an established lore that states yep. that anyone can change bodies at a given note at any given notice just like how a time lord could become a lady yep um you you lose the right to bitch ever and at this point any sound that comes out of your mouth is just just noise it's whinging and no one needs it so yep. this show is basically like ghost in the shell Mm, well, yeah, but if if everybody was in a shell, <laughs> essentially, uh, like if, if everybody basically could just choose anybody that they wanted, um, but there's a deeper stuff. Like there are these people called uh, Mephs, and it, I believe that stands for Mephistopheles. Uh, like the demon. Yeah, and these are the people who are so so rich that they can just live forever um, and just like buy that as many bodies movie? as they want. Yeah, kind of, but it's like there's a guy who's sort of he's not the antagonist, but he's sort of like the he's the thing that pushes the whole show off. Um, he's so rich that every night he has his brain backed up to a satellite on the moon. Uh, oh my god! Can we just pause for a second? You just reminded me. What is the movie they did on This Is Not Happening with um, Emilio Estevez? Oh. It's brought forward in time that features um, Mick Jagger's in it. Fuck. I need to know what this is now. What the fuck? Um, yes, but there's like a whole thing where they bring people from the past that are going to die back so they can doubt. Anthony Hopkins, I think, is in it. And like the whole thing is Anthony Hopkins is like this huge billionaire and they're going to they bring people from the past they're right before they're about to die so they can download the brains of the rich into their young bodies free jack yes free jack Mick jacker Mick jagger is a hunter of these jack these people and then when they're on the loose they're called free jacks which is emilio estevez this movie looks it? like the most cocaine filled yes. thing that i've ever seen it has an insane cast but it is gar it is garbage wow and Anthony I'm Hopkins fascinated. downloads his brain into a computer as a backup because they're going to install it into Emilio Estevez's body. Damn. Hmm. Anyways, that was <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah. Anyways. Uh, I know. So yeah. Like it's, we've gone off. It's a, yeah. It's uh, fine. Well, if nobody wanted to talk about this, like I did want to maybe try to get this in the show because it's comic related. Um, and we had a bit of a pre-show banter, but 
I would like to talk about Doomsday Clock on the show for a minute, if nobody else minds. I mean, no, I'll just be you too, since everybody else oh, no, I like, haven't read the newest no, issue, but otherwise yeah. I've read all of them. No, you, you have opinions on this. It's just not directly related to, like, what's on the page right now. You just kind of, you said something about a year ago that is turning out to be kind of accurate. Yeah, okay, so I, I remember being very against adding Watchmen to the DC pool. And I think it was... And I wasn't sure why at the time, but I know now it's because I don't necessarily trust the people running DC. I don't trust the people running Marvel either because I think both I trust, management teams I trust like, are way too obsessed with events at the moment. Oh, 100%. And, I trust like three writers at DC and that's it. Yeah. Well, and here's the yeah, problem. Jeff writers Mon- are different Jeff though. Mon- like One of those people I trust. And like, this is like, this is apparently, you know, he's one of the people and this is, this is one of, this, this is the baby of many people and he's one of them. Uh, yeah. And, Johns. yeah, right? Yeah, but also he's had how many different jobs at Warner Brothers over the last yeah, that, two years? Yeah, and that's I that yeah. actually that probably might have something to do with why this is going the way it is because we're we're how many years removed from rebirth are we now? We're we're like one and a half. Okay. Like the whole like the backbone of rebirth was a huge watchman tease, and not just like like it wasn't just fucking Batman finding the button. Like it was there was deliberate on the nose Doctor Manhattan references. Oh, they've been um, doing references for yeah, like almost a decade. And now this this like this event is happening, and it's happening at a pace that is making not just me. Um, this is I've seen this in the Phantom Zone group and elsewhere. Like people are just forgetting what the fuck this story is about. Oh, I one hundred percent agree. I forgot it was a thing until you brought it up today before the show. This is yeah. it's it is the most meandering. Uh, self-important but lacking of any kind of intensity or activity uh, event I've seen in some time. Yeah. It is it is it is like, hey look, Watchmen, okay, what the fuck are they doing? No one's doing anything. And then, like here's the thing. Okay, so I've seen the comedian so far, I've seen Vite, um and yes, the comedian is I don't know if this we've seen Aurora Shack. It's the it's the fucking wackiest way he survives this shit because apparently like right before his fall in like some different fraction of time, Dr. Manhattan teleported him over to DC Earth. I thought we saw his dead body in Watchmen. Yeah, that's the problem. Um I see like I don't mind we talked about was it Mime and Marionette? Because they're, you could say, oh, they exist in the Watchmen Earth, but you've never seen them, so it doesn't matter. But yes. when you, when you, you're now, you've, you've plucked the flower that is a Watchmen plot point. Uh, and the one thing I thought that they shouldn't do was mess with the events of Watchmen. Yes, and I would agree, I agree do, with that. And I, I, see the things I, I really shouldn't have, have done anything involved Watchmen <laughs> again. Like I really thought, I remember thinking, like this is like combining two different kinds of soup. Um, that are both good on their own. So like tomato and a clam chowder. Well, see, I, yes. I, I disagree too because there's certain parts of it like it is a very interesting idea to, to see Night Owl and Batman in a panel together because... I mean, sure. But see, and, there, is that, that the is new a, issue? No, because here's the thing. It's something else that's bothering me. So far, the characters we have seen and there's obviously going to be some minor spoilers for Doomsday Clock here. I'm not going to really spoil like explicit events of the latest issue, but uh, Dr. Manhattan, the comedian, and Vite are the only three original Watchmen characters to have appeared so far. The Rorschach you see is obviously not the real Rorschach, it's the replacement. Yeah. Although his replacement is the, my like favorite it. part about this whole thing. He is he's, the son of the psychiatrist who was interviewing Rorschach in the story. He's awesome. 
yeah um and so like it, this whole thing had a like a massive effect on his psyche so that's why he wears his costume that is your cheat that is your cheat right. character you can you can fold into a different universe even because explain how he gets the outfit yeah from because, where the outfit is in the book yeah because that character is dead and someone else can put that costume on and then you can move him however you please um Hmm. In Doomsday Clock 1, it is heavily implied that as Vite is fleeing his Earth somehow using Night Owl's ship, I'm still not sure how that works. It's um, the cat. The cat has to do with a lot of okay. stuff. Okay. Um, basically, they're they're leaving on the cusp of nuclear apocalypse. Uh, no one references Night Owl or Sally Jupiter, and I am left to assume that they both unceremoniously die in nuclear fire. Thanks. That really makes me feel nice. Well, the whole plot is that, like, they're trying to find Dr. Manhattan to bring him back to fix everything, right? Yeah, and they're wondering, like, like what are you fucking doing dancing around in this, in this universe full of costume idiots? Um, and there's a there's a comment in issue six where Vite and Batman finally have kind of a, a, a showdown. Um, and Vite goes, <laughs> this is like, today I was like, this is so lame. Vite immediately goes to like, nah, you exist in the reflection of Pope Icon heroes. Nah. I'm like, you sound so fucking stupid and cartoony right now. But yes, that is the point. Like, <laughs> I understand well, that's where what you come from. Are too. Yes, but it's 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 like um, it's obnoxious self awareness that's not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's there's continuity issues I have with this and what's going on with the DC mainline stuff because as I said, Rebirth started as. Ooh, some Watchmen hints. And then I'm looking at it right now. The three-part Batman Flash crossover was all about the button, the comedian button. I'm trying to remember. It was the button. It was the Superman Oz story was the crossover. Yes. And was there another one? There was something involving, um, uh, I think, one of the Robins was kidnapped by Mr. Oz, presumed uh, dead. It was And we have seen DC characters get vaporized by a force uh, off-panel. Yeah. It's Doctor Manhattan. Like you're not you're not fooling me. Basically, <laughs> everything that's happening with Wally throughout any of the books all ties into this. Yes, but and, and, and at the same time, it's an Elseworld story. And if, yeah, and if you're gonna tell me like, oh yeah, Doctor Manhattan could totally be responsible for lapses in people's uh, realities and histories because he's basically a god. However. This event is is seemingly folding out in a different time period with different visual consistencies than the regular series with events that I am not familiar with because they just drop you in the middle of it. Um, and it's just completely uneventful. Yeah, because the whole thing is like the world in that specific story is by superhero. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all of a sudden like metahumans are, are pariahs. Batman and Bruce Wayne are both publicly loathed. Um, I They don't really like... The rest of the league, no one's mentioned them. Superman's been seen twice. That's it. Yeah, the only time Superman's been seen is in the tie-in with Oz, and that's very, very loosely tied in. Yeah, it's it's so it's it's still so ambiguous. Like there's there's some monologuing from um, Manhattan, I think, and then it a few panels later, Superman wakes up as if they were talking about him. Yeah, but still, I but think still, Oz, uh, Oz, no Oz. Yeah, Oz mentions like a. And he is like an underling of something else. And so, if this is this is an elsewhere story, wh- like, why the year and a half of buildup? And if it isn't, we need answers like tomorrow. Because it wasn't supposed to be, but because of the delays, the insane delays, it has become kind of an elsewhere story. 
because all the other books, like even Dark Knight's Metal, has had influence and they mention it in everything. Yeah. Metal has is exactly what's going on with the Justice League. It's the reverberations of breaking the um, the wall. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's very off putting, and for something of it's much like Batman versus Superman. There's no reason for this to be bad. There's no excuse for it. Like right. it's two untouchable properties that you decided to experiment with and put in the same pot, and you're just like I don't know what to do with this. Well, I think the biggest problem is that like between issues, there's like close to six months between issues it's, it's ob- point. it is obnoxious so you get to like meander and, uh, we get to like sit on one issue and pick it apart to death and then we get another issue six months later yeah so there's no time to be like oh this is where the story is there's it's so slow that we sit on the thing for forever and this this recent issue without going too many spoilers again it spends a lot of time giving you an origin story to a character you you haven't really been given a reason to give a shit about so then now most of this issue's meat is kind of it's not going to go anywhere because it's already happened it's just it's just filler you're, you're filling in blanks that i didn't ask for and then it ends another cliffhanger and i'm like great i gotta wait another four or five months to figure out what the fuck fact, if it was going to be a month from now that wouldn't be a big deal because then that's a character development issue but yeah. because it's a half a year away, because even though it says September, maybe it comes out by the end. Maybe we'll get one more issue in 2018. Yeah. Maybe. And Hunter leans on the idea that this just wasn't planned very, very carefully. It wasn't planned Sounds very carefully. And other things happened where I think it drew attention away, and they just don't care enough. Um, and we've said it before, yeah. but I like, I think. Watchmen nostalgia was dangerous, and I kind of accepted that when it first started bubbling up. But now I think it is time to just take a step back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, a, yeah. I'm afraid they're going to turn this into just propaganda. Like propaganda is not the right word. They're going to turn this into advertising for that show that they're making. That yeah, that's Ew. my biggest fear is that this is going. That's what this is going to turn into. Basically, I feel like the we're going to have a full season of that show before the story ends. Oh, that's so upsetting. I really hope not. I hope that's not the case. They're already in filming in that show, and we're supposed to get... And if we're halfway through this series, after a year and a half... I just wish they had never embarked on this endeavor. (laughs) Just... I mean... Uh, here's the thing, if, I've heard if, good things about the button. The, bu- the button is so The button is, it's glorious. So, like, I understand, like, okay, playing around a little bit, but... I don't, I don't get and the leadership. The button, over DC the button right is now. fantastic because, like, the button doesn't just kind of toy with Watchmen stuff. The button gives you a chance to go back with to some Flashpoint stuff that's that can the part, be effective. That's the best part. It like the, the, I'm gonna mild spoiler for the button because it's been I think about a year since release. Like, there is nothing that rivals the scene where Bruce and Thomas Wayne both don their cowls at the same time and say, "We have to talk." And they go, and Thomas goes, "No, not now. Let's fight." <laughs> fucking awesome it's it's the perfect if you read the end of new 52 the letter that yeah when flash delivers and you go right to that moment you don't need anything in between yeah you could you could read this book immediately after flashpoint and it would feel like it just continues yeah, but you shouldn't watch that Suicide Squad movie where where Eobar is walking around. Oh with my a god, with a fucking with a six inch hole in his head. Um, <laughs> well, and that's the Eobar is fantastic in this because one, he's being drawn and written by Batman artists. Yeah. Um, so he looks his shape and build is so different. And the first thing he does is shows up in Bruce's cave, and Bruce Batman, Bruce is like, "What the fuck?" Like, 
like loses shit and then reverse flash runs over and goes i remember this i remember you oh this letter rips it up yep rips Damn. up the letter that thomas wayne gave him, and then bruce is like i don't give a shit what force you have i'm beating the shit out of you yeah it's like the one thing that's ever been given him true joy or like relief in the world Oh, it's yeah. and like they I think a single issue of the button as it was coming out like in between flash and Batman issues it was it takes place over 60 seconds and it's the reverse flash fighting Batman and Batman is just surviving and that is it because he's oh, waiting because he's there's a timer in the bottom he's waiting for Barry to get there and at some point like reverse flash is kicking his ass and Batman's like uh yeah listen I understand that you can't phase unless your feet are on the ground so bam stabs him in the foot with a batarang <laughs> It's it's the most glorious like kind of Batman as the perfect tactician. Yeah, because he's, he's like, and then um, he at the end of it, Reverse Flash says something. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Waiting." And then Barry's late. <laughs> Barry's always late. Because Barry's always fucking late. It was awesome. The button's so good. But yeah, anyway, I, like, I also love point... like the point where where Barry is talking to Earbard and he's trying to get him to stop. Yeah, he's also yeah. a good. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, dude, stop. He's like, I know exactly what happens if you run this far, because it's heavily implied that Dr. Manhattan was like, oh, boink, and killed him. But now we'll never know. <laughs> well, we'll know Sounds when like we're that. all in our mid-50s. Yeah, I will know in 2025 when this finally wraps up. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about it. I can't wait to, can't wait to be told secondhand. Doomsday clock is done. What? The story will end when Google and uh, Disney merge. <laughs> God damn. That's the twist ending. Anyway, we can wrap up for those who are still alive. Yeah. Um yeah. Who, who among you still lives? Uh Marlon Haro here. <laughs> <laughs> a Haro on the Twitters, Lost Haro Podcast every week. It was a little bit late this week, so if you're a listener, sorry, but uh uh I was busy, so yeah. Uh, I'll go, I guess. I'm Connor McGraw. Uh, we just recorded an episode of Movie Dumpster for The Dark Forest. Um, here's a little fun anecdote about The Dark Forest. We watched it because it was requested, and I was like, oh, cool, we're getting some traction. After it was all said and done, and after we roast this film, because it's bad, it's very bad, it's funny, but it's bad, uh, I said, hey, Joe, who requested this? And he goes, the director. And I went, <laughs> and I went oh, fuck. <laughs> Wow. Um, we and were... I still insist you need to have him on in a Tommy Wiseau type I, fashion. I hope he is a good sport, and I hope he recommended this to us because he knows that we would eviscerate it. And Joe even said, hey, you know we make fun of movies, right? And he's like, yep. Joe was like, okay. That is awesome. <laughs> but uh, we got the Guyver coming out soon, and we're going to aggressively market towards Mark Hamill. H- help us. When that episode comes out, tweet it to Mark Hamill. Please. Okay. I, want, I want him to be reminded of the time that he turned into a giant bug. I mean, here's the thing. He'll reply, probably. (laughs) Of course he will. No, I will not rest until I see a picture of him, like, on a plane, like, listening to Movie Dumpster. Just just this episode. Just this episode. I don't care if he listens to anything else on the show. Just that that picture alone would, would satisfy me for my whole life. I, I'm, I'm imagining it. It's, it's, oh, God. Anyway, I... Go ahead. I was done. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'll go. So I'm Luke Gonzalez. Uh, I'm in the group and everything. So I did my first post for Los Haro on the blog. I did an analysis of Batman 51. It's the post-bullshit Catwoman marriage 
garbage. Um, it's kind of like a law and order on Batman. And then me and Alan have a new episode this Wednesday of Smallville Chronicles. It's connect or uh, kinetic, where there are kryptonite tattoos that let people walk through walls. Oh my God, this is, like I will never be sold in this show. Ever, ever, this ever. is this is super early. Um, I would love to have you on the season one finale because it involves tornado three tornadoes. Oh god damn it. Um we do want to do after season one, which will be we'll finish it up in like two or three months. So wait, hold on, hold on. Have had there been three live action uh John Kent's? Uh, I think so. Yeah, there was oh, one in the original one. Oh shit. <laughs> There the three John Kent just come together. It's just like you just hear like fucking like three separate voices monologuing in a distance, and they just show up. There's just just huge tornadoes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like fucking, fucking Kevin Costner one is like aggressively pointing at like the other two. Like you don't know what you're doing. Okay, let the horses die. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta let the horses die. Let some kids drown. Yeah. Okay. It's the worst Jonathan Kent ever. Um, we are planning to do a special with the Aquaman pilot with Justin Hartley from obviously Smallville and This Is Us starring Ving Rames and Luke Diamond Phillips. Oh, Alan's actually going to let you do that? Oh, that's our plan. That's our, like, after season one finale we're going to hit that one. Wow. Uh, Alan uh, showing where his uh, his allegiances lie. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, we will have anybody who wants to be on. We can do... It is beyond bonkers of a pilot, and Justin Hartley has talked about how he almost drowned doing it. I mean, if I can find it, I'll be on. Oh, um, I will. I can get you. Like we can figure this out if you want to. All right. If it's there, I'll find it. Um, they they released uh, yeah. it on the Blu-ray, like tenth whatever tenth anniversary edition, because I think they included that, and then it was at the same time when I think it was was it season one of Arrow they released the Supergirl pilot. No, Wonder Woman pilot with uh, Pilecki. Oh, I think that was earlier, though. I it might like have been, that might have been also on that Smallville thing. Because there was like yeah, a bunch I... of pilots that they included on it that were kind of like not tie-ins. The Aquaman was supposed to be a tie-in, um, which is why they liked him enough to make him Green Arrow. I mean, they, I mean, my understanding is that they copied a lot of... Like, they even used sets from that pilot in the Aquaman episode of Smallville. Yeah, well, they um, all filmed in Toronto, just like all the CW stuff currently. Yeah, yeah. And they like recreated entire scenes, like because I've seen like screenshots yeah. and like scene by scene. Yeah, the guy that, played, that ended up playing Aquaman in Smallville, I've literally only seen in one other thing, which was a Kevin Hart movie with a guy that um, the, the main actor was the guy that played Olaf. I can't remember his name. Ah, oh, I didn't okay. like that. Um, and on behalf of Hunter and Eric, who both had to drop out because it's late where they are, they went to bed. Uh, that's the show, everybody. Yep. Bye. Bye. Fuck yeah. movie pass. Fuck movie Bye. pass. Fuck X Men Apocalypse. And oh, I kill Krillin. Fuck Max Landis. <laughs> I don't regret it. <laughs>